I've been following this this Amber Heard case pretty closely. I, I don't know why I'm so intrigued by it, but <laughs> a bunch uh, of reasons. Yes, yeah, a bunch of reasons. This, a whole but, bunch. Uh, it made me think today, and I don't normally start with questions, but we here now. Would you rather be with Jada or Amber Heard? And let me give you more context. Jada being someone who doesn't really love you and and doesn't respect you, or a woman who's so in love with you that she's crazy. This is such a wild question. (laughs) I'm saying, which one, if you had to pick one, which one would you prefer? Which one is which? Jada is the one who doesn't really love her partner and clearly doesn't respect him, or a woman who's so madly in love with you that she does real crazy ass shit like shit on your bed. This is a. I have no idea. I mean, I know the answer, but this is okay. a crazy question to just present. I, I was. That's just on my mind, so you're not. You're not gonna cock out on my bed. <laughs> Why you said like that? <laughs> Nigga, nothing to cock out on my bed. Say okay. like he's a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> well, nigga, nothing to do that. We're not having that. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm not, first of all, I'm choosing Jada because at least you don't lose a finger in that situation. Yeah, but imagine marrying maybe, a woman. Maybe, yeah, but who doesn't love you? Like, imagine spending your, your the rest of your life okay, with a woman who doesn't love you and also or respect you. Bro, niggas will never have Paris and Caribbean again. Not that I give a fuck, but okay. I'm saying like white people like that. That's devastating. Like they loved that stupid nasty ass pirate. They loved him, and he'll never see it again. He's he's dead, innocent, and will never get that nasty ass stupid ass Disney movie again. Reducing Johnny Depp to the pirate is crazy. It's it's the sick. Pirate. What else I think was in? He was in mad shit. Like, These are actually really versatile actors. Yeah. Where, where, what else he was in? Edward's his aunt. Oh, shit. You niggas blew me away. How's <laughs> <laughs> in Wonderland, yeah. Oh, where? What was that? Yeah. I just uh, named two movies. And he's also in, he was in the Fantastic Beast movie. He's uh, a mad versatile actor. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that nigga just keep playing. <laughs> but they're all like mad different roles. Yeah, he just he just keep playing creatures. That's why she smacked the shit out of him. You see that? That's not, <laughs> oh, you can't joke about that. I'm not. <laughs> oh, it's a, yes, we can. <laughs> Oh damn! Domestic <laughs> violence is not I, funny. Uh, oh look, 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 look! Uh, look at y'all. We'll start this. I'll just ask um, a question. That's a wild question. I'm the only one who answered, by the way. I'm keep, and they I'm keep turning to different monsters. Yeah, she's gonna. All right, oh, whatever. <laughs> Every okay. nigga's a pirate. Uh, the, the scissor hands. Oh, he's a beast. God. All right. Oh. And she then she shit on his bed. Now he's upset. Whatever. Oh, all right. Cool. All right. It's weird now. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Which would you choose? Oh, I'm picking a woman shitting on my bed. I tell you, bro. I'm not being with a woman who does not love me or respect me. Wait, you just said you're picking the woman who's showing you back. Yeah, for sure. Like, a thousand percent. Yo, what's your never sees? It's like amazing. I'd rather a woman so his madly takes... in love with me than a woman that doesn't respect me. His takes are so face. left field. But why? Like, there is, you, like, there has to be some type of rational reason. Oh, yeah. I think you like going against the green. No, 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 no. A thousand. That's, I mean, for sure, yeah. That's a Duh. shot to your ego and pride to have a woman who, who, you're, who you're with, who doesn't love you. You think she loved him? You think Amber? Yes. Hurt? There's no way someone shits in your bed if they, if they don't love. You. But why does your why does your pride supersede every pride and ego supersede everything else in life? Because I'm a man like everyone else. M- m- most men make decisions we, we realistically. Chose the opposite industry. Who are you choosing, Joe? Me, Jada. Oh, we okay. both chose. So you, the hold on, hold on. So you so you don't think that compromises you being able to make logical, rational decisions when you can't check your pride and ego? I mean, yes, and obviously I'm I'm leaning into it for the podcast. Oh no, but, I'm I'm just saying, like, but yeah, it, a, a thousand percent. That's but but that happens all the time. Look at all the crazy shit that happens because of man's ego. What every other God forbid pull up shoot like that shit. Is, yeah, but the thing is, if you know that, yeah. wouldn't you try to do something about it? I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like if you if you're yes. self aware enough to be like, yo, yeah, this is not good, and you just do it anyway, isn't that just like worse? What's being toxic? 
Oh yeah. Yes, and again, I'm I'm trolling for the podcast, but Mm. uh, I 100 believe you're picking Amber. Uh, yeah, still, but either way, (laughs) either way, I'm trolling, but still, I'm leaning, I'm leaning. I just couldn't imagine being with a woman like being stuck with a woman who just doesn't respect you, doesn't treat you like that. That shit must be. Just draining. Imagine coming home. To I mean, she doesn't. You know, she Amber, doesn't respect him either. You know, Amber Heard like brought James Franco like back to the crib. Right? Yeah, she was still yeah. fucking yes, other okay. dudes and shitting on the bed. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know. It was. Which it was crazy. for the scenario for the question. Oh, even if we're going through a scenario, yeah. shitting on my bed, you don't. You don't respect me. He lost a finger. <laughs> yes. Well, he, he could just been careless. He's a pirate. That's neither here nor there. Pirate shit happened to. Pi- All right. Wow. My man said he's doing method acting. acting. That's right. fair. But is it true love if she don't pull a knife on you at least once? Okay, well, that's, e- that's dating a but Hispanic that, woman. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. But even in that case, yeah. shitting on my bed, you do not, bro. If okay, you diarrhea okay. on my bed, bro, take out shitting on the bed. And, and, and imagine, take out on and the bed. imagine if she ate something crazy that day. Take out oh, shitting. And on it's not sad. Like, come on, take out oh. shitting on the she bed. She didn't know what was gonna happen. She didn't know how it was gonna come out. She took the risk oh. and said, "Whatever's gonna come out of my body, I'm putting it on this bed." And she threw the heat on too. Stop. Come on. Yeah, that's leading into it. Yeah, like you shit, buddy. And that's not coming out. <laughs> yeah, you have they to. They're gonna buy a new bed. Yeah, yeah you gotta buy a whole mattress. Like, whole mattress is like five hundred, six hundred dollars a cheap one. So thing. like, you, you got and they, they probably got a good one. That's a all right, come on, come on. That's bad. You gotta buddy. hit a mattress firm for that's, sure. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. And, and, and they sell mattresses. I don't know what they're doing over there. Yeah, that's that's a drug front. Yeah, but no, that's neither here nor there. All right. Why ain't right? I mean, it's true. Listen, I'm just saying the nigga lost finger. That's because he's a pirate. But the shit on the bed, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, but the nigga got transformed. He got to stop. He started to start doing movies about real shit. <laughs> Maybe she wouldn't smack him if he was like, if he was like the nigga in Taken, because ain't nobody smacking Liam Neeson. I tell you that much. Oh All right, what oh, am I? So no one's gonna back me up here. I'm the only person I'm on this ledge. To think of what movie no, it's done that's it, no, it's troll on the for the podcast. When I'm telling y'all what's going on, it's, it's Lee John the Edge. I'm just like, I'm love, trying man. to remember. If, 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 if the, okay, if the nigga did one Taken, I promise this wouldn't happen to him. The niggas turning into fairies, dust, and pirates. Oh, what the, what what's gonna happen? She would, gonna smack I, the shit out of him. I would too if I was getting paid the bag. <laughs> that nigga Liam Nielsen is getting paid hundred million dollars to play the same nigga over and over. He needs to take lessons. Sure. That nigga's turning into fairy dust, a pirate, and a a, a, a fucking elephant. Yes, she's gonna smack you. That's fair. <laughs> Did I miss that movie? All right, play the intro. Come <laughs> yeah, on I don't know what movie that was. <laughs> We're out of here. This nigga making up shit. All right, welcome to episode 151 of the Imaginary Players Podcast. It's me, the one, Mr. Full Scotia, a.k.a. Big John from the East Side Boys. You're now listening to and have always been listening to the greatest show on earth. Thank you guys for liking, subscribing, listening, all the great shit you guys do. Um, let me get that out Let me get that out the way before we do the intros. Um, IMG Players on Twitter, Imaginary Players NYC on Instagram. Please continue to like, subscribe. Um, we apologize, like we had let you guys know last week for the No YouTube Drop, but we are on YouTube. We are back. Our full episode is out at um, 12 Eastern Standard Time, Mondays for YouTube. And you guys listen to us at 9 a.m. right now, Friday, every Friday. To my immediate left is the Anointed King of Fanto, Walter Joel Olsen, Abla West Kardashian, Walter, talk to the people. That takes good practice if you don't remember that every time. But um, <clears throat> we here. We, we outside. I feel like I say this every weekend, and I finally mean it this week. That is fucking warm outside, bro. I walked outside for the last three days, and it felt like It is going to be 90 degrees summer. on Saturday. It felt like, okay, good. I could take off the hoodies. We outside. So I'm excited. 
events are popping out. And I feel like everybody take this time. The world's open. Go outside. Be social. Connect. Build those connections. Build those bonds. It's time to build that brand. You feel me? It's go time. So I'm excited to see all of y'all. We back. And let's get it. Uh, to Walter's left is one half of the beige tandem. The smooth smell on the planet. Silk serenade. Talk to people. Yo, is it me or like the allergies allergying this year for real? No, nah, I think it's worse. I'm just I, hitting I like think, a ton I of think bricks. It's worse, mm-hmm. or it's just because everyone's been in, inside for so long. It's gotten worse for them. Like, oh. Yeah, Walter was in shambles like two weeks ago when the pod was off. I've been in shambles like every week, but I'm here. I'm surprisingly okay today. You know, knock on wood. Hope that stays the same, but just chilling, man. Happy to be back. Feel me? Yeah, and um, oh, everybody sounds loud again. Um, and he is back. Joe is back from his um excursion. Mexico's finest. Joe is back from Mexico <laughs> Facts, again. He didn't get stuck this time. Facts. Um, the man behind the camera, the um, the brothel bandit, the gun taking pictures of your woman with consent. Talk to you, Joe. Good to be back, man. Had a had a. You're lying because you would love to stay in Cancun because I would too, I, I, bro. <laughs> it was only for a day. That's so my point well, is, other than that, I was by my pop's side and shit. But um, family's good, thankfully, mm-hmm. and um, it's good to be back. I can't front, bro. But yeah, Cancun can't was fire. I see why all the dots like going over there. It's just, it's pretty pretty nice. I can't front. Yeah, you remember the fucking the saga of Tulum during unemployment? Oh my bro, god, yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. God, it was. Yo, I told y'all, I wish bro. I partaked. A tequila. All them fancy tequilas. They stay. They all on the yeah, shelf there was, now. There was three things you could count on during mm-hmm. the UE. Era. Do you eat boys? That was that was, that was uh, Tulum, uh, Classes, and, and the, Amiri's. Nah, <laughs> well, no, nah, I, I would say fourth, a good mention would what be else? the board bags. Mm. Mm. The board bags, come on. Also, um, I see there's people stop getting robbed in Tulum now. Everybody's going safe. But during the unemployment era, everybody's just going there, getting robbed, coming back, wild, wild not west. saying That's shit. That's the only place everyone could go. <laughs> but now everybody's calm. Everybody's home. Yeah, unemployment era is over. Shit, wow, now they just getting robbed back in their neighborhoods. Yep. But now everybody's just getting robbed here again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the world's back where it's supposed yeah, to be. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said we got a long episode for y'all. A lot of music to cover. A lot of law shit has happened. Um, obviously, let's start with the um, rest in peace to all the people that um, were affected by the mass shooting in Buffalo. In Buffalo, um, I think it was ten victims. Yeah. Um, I don't want to call. Let me, let me not call it a mass shooting. It was a terrorist attack. Um. By a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, praise to all the families. Um, no one was under the age, I believe, of 40 years old. Um, he purposely targeted a, a black neighborhood in Buffalo. It was planned out for It a was while. planned. Um, and he recorded it. Was yeah, crazy. he recorded it. Um, I believe he's actually That's from, um, I believe he's actually from Broome County. Mm-hmm. That's the area where we went to college. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I think he chose Buffalo because it's more heavily populated with black people. So, um, it sucks and it's sad. And um, I don't know what else to say. I pray to the families and all the victims. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for us to change gun laws. You know how many times this has to happen. Um, and two, um, to not only notice racist content but to act on it. You know, to prevent it. To you know, make it. That if you make your racism public, um, it is something to act upon. You know, um, that's why I always say, "Hey, I'd rather be racist in front of my face, so I know who the fuck I'm dealing with." Because then something maybe it may be able to be done about it, but we have no idea what could have been done. 
to prevent this, so um, just prayers to the family. This this is nuts. So that's that. That is the extent to what I have on this. I don't know what you guys, you know, what you guys' thoughts are. It's just crazy seeing them. Well, it's not crazy at this point because kind of desensitized, but seeing. The shooter be a white man taken away in cuffs, right? And alive, alive. <laughs> Which is you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that, that's the biggest. But that's America with three Ks in it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's disgusting, it's, but it's just wild, man. Because like as as time goes on, it's I feel like America's low key just becoming desensitized to it. It's like oh, another shooting. Yeah, and like it's a it's, cycle. it's fucked up because like we shouldn't think like that, but like. It's kind of getting to that point, and it, it, as as long as gun gun laws and I mean they're prevalent right now, it's going to be tough to actually change them. But I mean, it is possible. I believe it's possible, but it's it's just it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> one thing I've learned is that uh, anything this country wants to do, it can. It's all a choice. Yeah, <clears throat> just like life. Yeah. Anything you want to do, you know, outside of, you know, med- uh, medical things happening. Um, anything you want to do, it's a choice. Anything you choose not to do, it's a choice. You know, um, so I don't know what's going to, what this changes so it doesn't, doesn't do much for me, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what changes. What what does America do about it? They're going to lock him up, put him in jail for life in solitary where nobody can get to him because they know he's a he's a he's a threat to get killed. Mm-hmm. Um even like even now I'm sure they have him tucked away somewhere where nobody can get to him cuz I'm sure there are lifers in jail that already have nothing to lose that have no problem taking, you know, yeah. taking matters into their own hand. Not that we're promoting that, but I swear I, you know. So um with that being said, America is always going to protect their own their own kind. So um yeah. So that's really that's all I got on that. I don't I have much else. Um. Yeah. No. That 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 shit was a, a targeted attack, and <clears throat> I know that the news outlets are gonna re- report it a certain way. So I just want to make sure that 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 was an act of terrorism. Yeah, that was a terrorist like, attack. That that was calculated. That was thought through. Like that wasn't no like oh it was an accident. He didn't know. Like that shit was full on premeditated. And um, there's this. I wish I could remember his at name because we don't give promo, but he is a uh, black man influencer who be helping with finances and shit. So I wish I remember, but he made a video saying like, yo, what if like the white people mobilized and what if they came into fucking Brooklyn and just started murking niggas? Like there's no system in place f- from like the black people side to defend against that. Like if that was thought out. So who says there is not an attack in three months that's being planned out right now, like on us and like... We got to keep that in mind. Like, we got to mobilize. We got to at least have a, a action, a plan in mind in case white people just bug out one day and just say, yo, we, we're going to go on a killing spree. Like, we would get murked. Like, so, like, that shit stood out to me. And, and it'd just be civil war at that point. Honestly. Yeah, but like, if they, we would be out planned, we would be outmanned, and they'd have access to better guns. So, even if we try to mobilize last minute, and they've been planning for six months like they did with the fucking um with the with the attack on Washington. Like they could just take out whole communities before niggas can mobilize to do shit. Like that shit, like, yo, you you that shit stood out to me. Like, we gotta start planning just in case, cause that was an attack. Like he went to kill black people. 
And there's no way he's the only person out there that feels like that or is planning for that. Like, yeah, he had a whole like Discord and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. This so is like, all calculated. And no, but see, here's the thing. Um, and here's the problem. Um, <clears throat> he's he planned this out publicly, whether yeah. it be through a private Discord, whether it be through anything. He planned this out on publicly. So it's these platforms that should have did something, alert the authorities. Yeah. Um, you know, when somebody is openly showing, that's why, I was, hey, show me the racism so we can stop the plan, the next step. Mm-hmm. It's, he showed it. He let you know what he was going to do, what he wanted to do, his mindset, his head. It was dangerous rhetoric. It was, it was in place harmful to black people. Okay, this can, this can be someone that can harm a majority group of people soon. Okay, no one did anything about it. And that's usually in life. If if you don't plan, if you see something coming, you don't plan for it. Obviously, you know it's gonna go wrong. Like it's really one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. So he let us know what it was, and no one did anything about it. Yeah. And that's that's America in a nutshell. And if you've seen that footage that's going around circulating of like I guess his body cam footage of him doing it, bro, it's, it's that's some yeah that, that white boy was really bugging. Yeah, <laughs> the accuracy and precision in what that he was doing, it's crazy. He looks trained for real. And like I said, why, why does he have that gun? Like, yeah. well, like why is that a thing? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the, what does that do? It's not a hunting gun. It's a, it's an assault rifle. Like what what is that? Why do we need? What are what do assault rifles? What do assault rifles do? Who and needs it's so that? crazy? It's always them that always manage to get it in possession. Like, always. It's the craziest part how the gun laws drastically change for whether it be from right in New York City just to three, four hours away to go and get whatever type of gun you want. Mm-hmm. That is that is a very clear issue. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Praise out. Praise yeah. to everybody, man. I, I don't know Pray. what else we can, you know, really. Yeah. On <sighs> a lighter note? I don't know. I don't even know if there's a lighter note. Uh, in this news it's segment. Tough. It's tough this week yeah. in terms of news and current events. Um, uh, let's get the... Let's get the the lighter things out the way, I guess. Um, wow, nothing's light here. Um, yeah, no, ain't light here. Let's uh, the NWNBA I, player that got COVID because WNBA is making fly on commercial flights. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but that should not light either, bro. That, that's just the gender wage gap. The, the yo, these are professional basketball players. Like, why the fuck are you with? Sarah Lee and her kid going to to fucking Atlanta. Like what? What? You you are bringing in millions of dollars of revenue, ticket sales, advertising, and y'all can't put twelve players. Well, we well we don't know that to be true. Like that the WNBA is WNBA is notoriously known for being the um loss in the in the in the red. They're notoriously known for being in the red. You mean like not profiting? Yeah, but 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 once again. That is a construct of society. Mm-hmm. So on the, on the NBA, which is a trillion billion dollar entity, needs to um, take that hit on the head. Okay. Like that is um, just what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the WNBA is not marketed properly. I think that... Um, it's always seen as the, you know, the lost league in the back. And, um, which is crazy to me. 
Yeah, because they're just. I think the the, the NBA is just not doing what they need to do to get to uplift it. And yeah, keep it you know in the light. Right. Uh so. And there's some notable figures, you know. what I'm saying in the WNBA for sure. Like, and but you know the WNBA not giving the women not making enough money is why I would see why Brittany Griner's in jail. That is why. Yeah, and just to confirm your point, uh, based off uh, Dunker3.com, which could be, but it says that uh, in 2000, in 2021, the NBA generated 60 million in revenue, but uh, 70 million in expenses. So they actually lost 10 million in each passing year. Goddamn. Yeah, the WNBA is yearly a loss. Okay. But for a company that makes hundreds of millions of dollars, for the WNBA, who I believe only started in what, 2003? Okay. Um, Really? Yeah, the WNBA is brand new still. I think it was it was the two thousands. Um wow, that's crazy. They can play basketball. So um for a business that large that even you're even though you're taking a loss of seven, you're still making sixty, it's gonna take time for that to be a thing. I think that women in sports is that's more that's still new. Mm. You know? But um Oh, 96, excuse me. So, yeah. So, four years from the 2000s. Which is still recent. Yeah. yeah that's, hell yeah. That's three years after we were born. You know what I mean? So, it's still, to me, a to, to build a, a league, that's fresh. So, um, yeah, they definitely deserve more. Yeah. I mean, you just 100%. have to put more in, Yeah, unfortunately. Um, you know, I when I see um, guys on the, the 11th men on teams, they have Hulu commercial. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and the stars in WNBA have to go play somewhere else. The MVP from the WNBA has to play another league. Yeah, that's that's an issue. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, you got to put more marketing dollars into it, unfortunately. But it's just that's just not the interest of the NBA. Yeah, I feel. So that is why these girls go through what they go through, and this is what's going to happen. And a story like this, they're going to talk about it. It's going to get brushed on the rug. No one's yeah. going to give a fuck, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, just to cl- uh, clarify, because I'm curious, mm-hmm. the NBA owns the WNBA. Yes. Oh, then, then they some holes then because they yeah, 100%. they're hella profitable. Oh uh, yeah, they could literally what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know. I thought it was owned by two separate entities. Nah, the, the WNBA is in it. I mean, that, that's why. Then. And even like the WNBA being in the video games now. Yeah. With, like there are certain things that cross my mind. Like okay, something the, the math yeah, ain't yeah, mathing. Yeah. You know, so so that 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 is something that um uh you know. I it's think about often. Upon. No, it's definitely, it definitely has to be looked upon. I mean, no, they're not going to. They're not going to shit. You know what? It has to be. It's their the the the, the new crop of WNBA young mm-hmm. ladies. Um, they're popular from like when they're kids now. You know, the Sabrina Oniascu mm-hmm. and the Paige Bukers. Like they're so popular now that they're gonna have to. They're gonna demand their value in how good they are. But also, the issue is they make the girls stay four years in college. Mm-hmm. So now. You know, you don't get the phenom effect. Gotcha. Which the WNBA has. I mean, the NBA has. They have the the phenom. Oh, my God. I can't wait till this guy gets on the court. At mm-hmm. 18, he's going to dominate. Paige Vuger has been the best girl in college for years. And she's, what? She's in her third year? I'm like, bro, she's been good since she was 17 years old. Put her in the league. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. that That is that is my take on that. And just for context, mm-hmm. just to show how much some white men be shitty, the average NBA Individual team is worth two, two billion. billion. Yeah, thirty. So they can't spare. They can't take some a little bit of these niggas' profit 
to fund the WNBA, bro, the right. average team, there's 32 teams. 32 teams. So you're looking at 30, at least 34 point plus billion dollars. Oh my God. They some hoes, bro. Yeah. Yep. That's the, fucked up. That's a big business for you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that Natasha Cloud, I'm so sorry that that's going on. That you, they're making you guys jump on spirit to get to the fucking games. <laughs> that's that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> they, they making them play, Yo, bro. They making them pay in Clara. Yo, bro. Yo, bro. For a WNBA girl who's six seven, excuse me, trying to get yeah, to the middle seat is oh crazy. God. Yeah, nah. That's how legs crunched up. To, yo, where are you going to? Yo, I got a game. There's not even a back seat on the chair. First of all. <laughs> Like, yeah, bro, come on. And and every NBA team flies private. That's what I'm saying. Every single team, whether you are the Oklahoma City Thunder, who's the worst team in the NBA, or no. the Orlando Magic, you everyone has a private jet that they fly from game to, to game. game. Hell yeah. And wow. they make it a WME girl share rooms. This is crazy. At the, at they the Sheridan. Air, they got an Airbnb. They got an Airbnb for the girls. Come on, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's <Sure>. crazy. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Yeah, so NBA, man nah, NBA got to step it up. Yeah, so white, white man for you, a thousand percent, bro. Bro, and oh my god, I'm sorry, but the and the NBA has ads on the jerseys now, so I know they're making double their profit. The TV deals have gone up. Like, what is going on? Yeah, bro, niggas is selfish. That's fuck, bro. And greedy. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, fuck. You know what? I'm on Patrick Beverly's side. Fuck Chris Paul because Chris Paul is the president of Players Union. It oh, may not be his fault, but God. fuck him. I don't know. I don't That's care. Crazy. I don't care. Whatever. No, we're not. We're not in sports yet. Whatever. No, it's Pat Bev. No, Pat Bev has been everywhere on TV, bro. I don't even have TV, and I've seen this nigga <laughs> everywhere, bro. Yeah, no, nah, bro. <laughs> He's just nonchalant. I'm going to record TV. Fuck Patrick Beverly. Oh bro. my God, bro. He's on everywhere now. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's go to the um. Oh, so the numbers came out on the Black Lives Matter distribution. Oh, okay. shit. Um, can you click on this link? Of the girls who bought the house? So she, she, was, she was the leader. Yeah. But what she did was... Oh, oh they took the they deleted this oh, one. Oh, they deleted it. Oh, they deleted the tweet. Oh, Elon, on. fix it. <laughs> That's but it's okay. So what she did was um, in her... Either it was her tax return or her um, funding spreadsheet, mm-hmm. she was distributing that she paid like... You know, creative directors. You know how you know if you have a job at a nonprofit, you still have to pay people and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, so she was falsifying shit. No, she was just paying her family. Oh, nice. <laughs> she paid her brother nine hundred seventy-three thousand dollars. Wow. Her brother-in-law, her cousin, baby niece that's like seven niece. years old. So she was just giving the all family on payroll. Wow. So yeah, um, they got us again, man. Damn, bro. I'm mean, not <laughs> us. You... <laughs> I still want my fifty dollars back. I don't go fuck. I'm sorry. Bro, I don't listen, no. GoFundMe's be scams, bro. I'm bro, sorry to tell bro, you. They, oh, yeah, don't go, bro, they don't even go. Bro, they don't even go bro. They have a direct website to tell you why they donate to nothing. That's wild, bro. Like they they had a that's, whole website claiming they was, that they was donating to shit. That's wild. <laughs> that's I'm gonna be very transparent. I be seeing these GoFundMe links, like you know, the, donate to this, this, and that. I will click the link just to scroll down to see everyone's name and how much they 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 uh <laughs> they donate they donate because it says how much you donate yeah. if you're not anonymous. Yeah, yeah. I just be curious how much people just like give, and I'm just like that's crazy. Now X out the window because he was like, yeah, wow, should be scammed. Couldn't be me. Look, look at I'm in from fucking. Yo, nah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, the, That's a federal crime. For the <laughs> fact, like, That's nah, crazy. For the so. fact that that happened almost two, three years ago and he has not been touched. Bro, he was just in the high. All right, man. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's wild. But going back to the whole, that is, paying family is wicked. Yes. Because like, they're going to grow up 
It's, it's like when parents use uh, your name for like credit or some shit like that. No, oh, don't I fucking know? Like, which <laughs> is wild, bro. Um, well, but paying Tay Tay as your creative director, he don't know how to draw a straight line. It's crazy. Fucking wow! Can't even yeah. draw a circle. That is crazy. Keep it in a circle. I mean, look, if you're gonna steal, you know what's, what's nepotism. <laughs> steal, well, steal with nepotism. Facts. If you're gonna steal nepotism, right? Who you gonna get the stolen money to? Give it to your family. Who you gonna oh, give it to? Like, Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, the I guess this goes right into, um, so New York State has approved rap music. It will not use rap lyrics in court in New York. They can't because everybody be in jail. So, I mean, at this point, they, they, they don't have enough jail for to put niggas in yeah. if they're doing that. They have to make a brand new one. Yeah, they have to make a brand new jail. They start indicting you niggas off the lyrics y'all put out. So, oh, yeah. new records. Fucking yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah, and the... Um, <laughs> Just because it was approved by the Senate, there's one more congressional office that has to approve it before it comes a bill, but it's called Rap Music on Trial, and it's uh, meant to limit, limit, which is air quotes, the the use of rap lyrics in court. So, at least it appears that they're trying to help, but they're never really to, trying to help. I would love to know the semantics and the technicalities of that. But, yeah, bill. they would never put that in an article, because then niggas would know the truth, you feel me? But... I wonder if they did that with um they would do that with rock music. Like heavy metal when they was of like not. shitting on pigeons and putting um like cucumbers in their ass and shit. What rock What song? rock music like, is that? What playlist are you listening to, bro? <laughs> Johnny Depp's. <laughs> we got to chill. What? <laughs> I don't know what rock music. Or Amber's. Yeah, I, or uh, Amber Heard's. I don't know. Leave Johnny out of this, man. This nigga's in her iTunes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. I'm curious to see what words and what phrases or whatever it is is not allowed due to that bill. No, but seriously though, heavy, like with um the Maryland Manson, like that was like no, yeah, none of not they all good. I, because like those were like devil like, worshiping, like well, hell I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I wonder, and they wonder if they did to Eminem when he was like killing his family and shit too. They would never lock up Eminem. I'm just saying that's creative expression in that case. <laughs> He's their savior. <laughs> um, I, this goes right. Okay, so this goes right into the, I guess the. The unfortunate meat and potatoes are like this this uh our beginning section. Um rappers in jail. So Cash just pleaded guilty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we talked about this briefly last week, but um Cash pleaded guilty. Um he has a max of sixty, minimum of five. He's obviously not gonna get to five. This is like his third or fourth offense. Um so I mean in reality he's probably gonna get he's probably gonna get a twenty piece. Um That's wicked, bro. Wicked. Just work, like you work your whole life to get to this point, and boom. That's a. <sighs> that's why. They see you. They see you enjoying life. And, it's no, wild, no, no, no. I can see why motherfuckers really just leave home. Like yeah. if they make it, like they do not come. Do, back don't come back. Do not come back. That is just what they tell you. Just you get to a point. Just and get stay. ridiculed. Like yo, you not like you don't show up. Like my so niggas. Like y'all not gonna. Put me in a situation to fuck me over. Type so of shit. It it becomes a so what? Wow, bro, twenty. You're, you're probably you're, you know they're probably. And Cass think, is young. That's still, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you going you going right now twenty eight, bro. You coming out forty eight. Your life's over, bro. Like that's it. Like you, your kids are grown. That's it. And he has Life a daughter. Is different. Like, he has, yeah, he has a daughter. You know how many iPhones are gonna come out, bro? Like you know, like 
son, like, I know y'all probably thinking, like, yeah, wow, he's thinking about iPhone. Like, nah, but, like, I'm trying to put it in perspective. No, like, honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. so much shit is going to happen, Technology is going to advance to the point where you're not going to know what to do. Bro, there's people that came out probably, like, within this, because we're in the 2020s now. Yeah. There's people that probably just came out now, mm. and they went in when, like, fucking... Aim was popping. That's true. Like, like the yeah. communication is different. Like a mat, you saw we saw what a little pandemic did to people's social lives. You know, so um, I'm sad for Cass, man. Um, yeah, same. Shit is wrong. It's he, sad. He, he was on a ascension. He was on an uprise. Hell Think yeah. You His have to really, really focus on your surroundings when you get to a certain point, man. It's not worth it. It's not worth kicking it here. It's not worth hanging out. It's not worth giving this person money to do what they got. Like I said, I don't know what Cass is in for. It's none of my business. I never read the case file because I don't care. It's, it doesn't matter. It's sad. But um, yeah, you just got to look up for yourself. Get right and stay the fuck away from yeah. that shit, man. And and if the people that you love are not trying to you know, come on this new journey with you, then you got to leave them behind. That's, a fact. That's just what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. The people you love are not on the right path or not on the journey with you. It's okay to lose people you love. It is just part of life. That's just what it is. It may not be, you know, sometimes in the physical, sometimes in the metaphorical. It's okay to lose people. That is just the life. That is just a cycle of life. And once you accept that, it's okay. But that's a hard thing to accept. But that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think we get caught up in... And all that. that taking care of this yeah. person or holding this person down, bro. Take trying to be here, show love. That person here, should yeah. see you as inspiration and be on the right path too. Not just trying to leech off of what you got going on. And you know, I'm praying for Cassin, his daughter, his wife. Oh, they all gonna be they all gonna be left behind for twenty plus years mm-hmm. because you was hanging with the homies. It's unfortunate because yeah. in reality, he could have not been doing anything. He could have just been wrong place, wrong time, did the wrong thing on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's you. You're you're doing twenty plus because you hung with the same homies you've been with. Those homies should change. Once you get rich, those homies need to need to change. The mindset got to change. It's like my and man's my man's is up. Like my so man's what, is up. What, what can I can't I, act the same way. What 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 I gotta do to to help keep him elevating or maintain. elevate myself yeah. and not leech off my if homie. You, you know he's the, he's the breadwinner. You have to move. Accordingly, exactly. Mm. That's just what like people don't accept their circumstances, and um, the circumstance is like he. You have a rich friend now. Okay, move accordingly with your rich friend. You know what I mean? So that's that's my. uh, That's my uh, twenty years. Yeah, there's there's no unfortunately, no he's getting less than twenty years. This third, I mean, and that's light. That's on the light end. That's his third strike. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Um. And uh, forty-two dogs in jail now, right? Too. Yep. Yeah. Got arrested for failing, I think, to serve a six-month sentence. I believe. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I now, saw, yeah, I saw that on the on the flight out. I think or in. I can't remember. But there's a lot of people just going in and out. It's, it's, it's sad. And. Uh, I also I don't know the details to any of these cases. The only the thing I'm probably most privy to is what's going on with Doug and them. But if you had to do six months, and now you're probably going to do a couple of years, so you just so you just probably doubled your time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but no. Who am I to say? I, I, who wants to go to jail? Right? No one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so like, who am I? Who am I to say who did the? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to go to jail? Even so. if it's three days. I mean, I don't know. But um. 
there definitely seems to be a target on. You know, there's always been the hip hop police, but there is now no, a target. Heavy. They're they're not playing. I don't know what it is. I don't know who, what task force that there, there has to be some new task force that's out right now, but they are focusing on hip hop. So everybody needs to be careful. I feel like it's a joint operation with the feds and state, like NYPD with probably the, has to be, bro. Because like, you, all right, besides NYPD being, NYPD being one of like the highest paying, you know, careers when it comes to the police force. Like I can't think of any other state that has it up with, like like NYPD, and obviously assistance from the FBI definitely goes a long way. I think what I think it is, I think uh, a lot of these, um, think uh, there's a, a big crackdown because, and this is my conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. <laughs> because more drugs are becoming legal. That too, they're yeah. cracking down on illegal activity within drugs yes so i think that they are trying to get in between the lines they're trying to see where the money's coming from they're trying to see who's funding it and Mm. i think they're just trying to get these rappers to stitch gotcha um to tell on to tell on the operation or shut down the operation yeah um because i'm gonna tell you right now all these guys going these guys all from i think all these guys gonna start telling well and i'm talking about the duck case there's a bunch of dudes that probably don't got nothing to do with this. They're just trying to shut down whatever's going on, and a lot of these guys gonna start telling. And yeah, so let's talk about the duck case. Basically, uh, uh, yeah. there was twenty eight members of YSL that were charged on fifty six counts of indictment charges, I believe. Inc- yeah, including a uh, young thug and gunner in there. And I also saw somewhere I don't know how true it was or not. But there was like a, a list circulating that they're also going to start like looking at a little baby and 4PF, I believe. Wow. Um, just all these connections and all these ties amongst these rappers and shit like that. Well, I think that, that that's fake. Because if they weren't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, that, we wouldn't have heard about it. They would already, they would have picked them up and took them already. So. But, but there, was, there, was a, there was a long list. It wasn't just him. But it's, it's, these are RICO charges. So I don't know. If the, but RICO state, charges, I, they've I, been. I heard they were state, not federal. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still RICO charges. Yeah, like they, these these are charges that have been they've been monitoring for years. Oh, shit, 20, type they, of shit. Yeah. They don't come years. get you until they have a case. Yeah, for a fact. Like Except everything, for Rico, like yeah. court. They got all the the proof, evidence, everything, everything to, to, yeah. to the fucking bubble gum that you mm-hmm. bought in the corner store type of shit. Like, yep. So it's unfortunate, man. Um. Yeah. I I think that the legal the the, the legalization of a lot of drugs. Is ma- and knowing these states know that they can collect a lot of tax and money from the legalization of drugs, mm-hmm. they're not gonna let illegal drugs be a thing. I think this is the start of just trying to find ways to stop any illegal drugs. Gotcha. That's my theory. I don't know how true it is, but that's what I've been thinking. Like, what is going on? What is, you know? What I mean, why? You know, it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence that Cass gets sentenced. They pick up YSL, 42... Like, I don't think any of this is a coincidence. No, it kind of all ties in. It has to be, because it's all just, yeah. Because, like, why now compared to, what, two years ago when the pandemic before started? Or during, when all this was happening, like, you know. And while we were on YSL, rest in peace, low-keyed. Yeah, that man. Too, oh, my man. God. Yeah, that that just, shit took me by surprise. I, would did, um, I don't know if they reported what he died of, but it doesn't matter. I don't matter. think they have. Apparently, I saw... Um, I don't know if it's true, but apparently someone close to him said that he was having stomach problems a couple of days before, and then apparently, I guess it was something related to his digestion system. I don't know if it was exactly that, but... Oh, uh, rest in peace, Loki. Yeah, 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 this is, wow. It's rough. Young as shit, bro. 24 yeah. years old, so... 
Yeah, one of the few who was outside while this while this just happened, all, all in right. the midst of the same week. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just to end this segment off, just rest in peace to every rest. I mean, I'm sorry, um, prayers to everyone, um, and just stay safe out here, man. Take care of yourself. Stay out of trouble. Stay out the mess, bro. Um, seems like life is short. Uh, that that is what. Stay conscious. Stay conscious of your decisions stay, and just you know. Yeah. Stay like, conscious. Stay aware. Like, like don't get. I'm pretty sure it's easy to get lost in the moment and shit like that. But like, <clears throat> I guess listen to that gut feeling, that intuition. Like, just you know, right from wrong type of shit. I don't know. And the money ain't always worth it, too. Not all money is good money. Money ain't always worth it. You know, I think that's something that is prevalent. But um, yeah, I think that sums up the news and current events. Walt, do you have anything on the YSL case? Anything? Um, Just even if they don't, even if you don't think they listening, they listening. So move like they listening. Like, I feel like the amount of information and details that they had on these niggas, like they were lurking for a minute. So like if you yeah. a black man and you getting it, yeah, if if you get into the bag and you're a black man and you're making an impact and you're making an influence, know that that scares white people. And because of that scare, they're watching you. So even if you have no confirmation that, that they watch you, move like they watch you because that shit, every powerful black man who... But he's done so much for the community. Like, like they've been plotting, bro. So just watch your back. You are not safe and move like that shit because these white people be trying to catch people up, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much that's it. Uh, we have shout outs? Wow. Um, I never have shout outs. I'm trying to remember. Fuck. I just know. Hold up. Oh, okay. I had one. Um, the, the, the two leading actors from Power Book Two have started like a power podcast to kind of um they're interviewing all the other actors from all the other power series. Yeah. I listen to it, it's actually super cool. It's super mm-hmm. cool. Um, um you get to hear the actor stories, how they got casted, and um mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, them talking about like they didn't know if they were gonna be on the second they were gonna be on the spinoff. And then once I listened, I was like, Oh, everybody's on they just fired ghost. But um yeah, after, <laughs> well, I was like, All right, cool. Like everybody got casted again. But um yeah, I think it's super cool. I think it's dope that, um, you know, I think podcasting being the new avenue for marketing sucks. It Sometimes it sucks for podcasters that have been doing it for the, the beginning. But also, yeah. I think it's cool that podcasts, so a lot of us were ahead of the curve and knowing that this was going to be what it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think it's cool. I think that, that those two guys are great personalities. They're doing, I, I listened to the first two episodes. dope. So, yeah, I'm just shouting that out. I think it's cool. And I love that big companies understand the importance to influence a podcaster. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um do you know the white guy's name on that podcast? His name? Gianni something. Yeah, yeah. I I want to shout out him real quick because one, we all need a friend like that nigga. I feel like uh what's his actual name? The Gianni. No no the um Ghost of Sun. What's his name? Oh Michael. Like yeah, his real name in yeah. real life? Michael? Michael, Michael Rainey? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like the white dude is the one dragging him to do all this shit. And like he it 
appears that he's the one with the ideas he wants to do and he's taking advantage of the platform that he has like i feel like a lot of people get to this moment where it, you can either level up to a next level or just kind of fade off into existence and it appears that he's taking the initiative and like making these opportunities pushing this shit and it could just be social media shit but like if you are in a moment and you have some attention like try to capitalize on that shit so i wanted to shout out gianni for kind of Pushing the shit because that's what it seems like it's kind of marketed as. Those two are attached at the hip and they're really and they they work really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know they do they do vlogs too. They do as I watch everything. That, um, they go straight from a appearance mm-hmm. to a, to a set. You know, these guys work hard, so it's that's not insane. like they just run around. You know, they work really hard. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Um, and I and then and the show's good. Yeah. Let's not forget that it's not like Tommy's bullshit ass show. That shit sucked anyway. <laughs> shit was ass. And it's crazy because that was the most anticipated show out of all. That shit, that shit is ass. That shit was ass from episode one, one to eight. That shit was whatever episode the end of that. It was ass. Push it, Johnny, and that shit. But anyway, um, um, shout outs. That's all I had to. I want to shout out Luca. Oh, look at the shout out more white people. Shout out to Luca, man. Just because just of the, the, Luca the, the straights I played it. Luca Magic. That's why. Yeah. Just because of the God. straights I played, that's why. Yeah, I'm just being a hater. Yeah, so. he, he hooping. Nah, he really balled out. Yeah. No, I'm not a Luca fan like that, but he really went crazy. So. But that, that would be and, a conversation. For and me, I know you guys right? listen to this Friday morning. We don't know what happened this game against yeah, the Warriors. We we're talking about him whooping the Suns' ass. the bet, though. Shoot, my ticket hit. Ah, I'm not betting on the playoffs anymore. Yo, I, I, I'm too unpredictable for you. You know what? It doesn't even matter because fuck NBA on uh, FanDuel. But MLB on FanDuel, that's where the money's at. Just letting y'all know. I don't, know I don't know anything about baseball. Yeah, no, I couldn't even bet Listen, if I needed to. MLB is where the money is at on fucking FanDuel. Gotcha. I know first inning, second inning. But that'll be a tough for later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Any other shout outs? Uh, real quick. I want to shout out Jimmy Butler just to counteract the shout out to the white man. <laughs> it was like too much whiteness going on right now. Too I much. shout out Jimmy because he's the most blackest person in the league. <laughs> but also, it's reverse racism again. What's the requirement? Because he has braids. So now. He has a bra- braids and a headband. Uh, and he's mad threatening. So. <laughs> oh my God. What? They got him on a wiretap. What the fuck? He's been hooping. Nah, so like, Jimmy has been hooping. He's I been hooping, bro. I, I can't, I can't and take away from that. he gets slept on. He's never, ever that included true. in that top tier player. He's always like, okay, you can't build a team around Jimmy, but like he's shown to all y'all haters that, yo, I'm here. I'm, I'm like here. That. And like, Still. I was not always this player, but if you work hard enough at something, you can improve drastically. Because he couldn't do this three, three four Listen, years ago. That, that is I mean, because I, I will agree with you. Jimmy Butler is a second round pick. Yeah. He is. Was a defensive player. Like, Jimmy is now a star in this league. He busts his ass. Wasn't he an MVP candidate this season? He was one of like he's top always, five MVP. He's, he's always or. getting there. Like so, but this season I know he was up there. Like you know before Embiid and uh, Giannis and stuff. But like he was like in like the top five like MVP discussion this year. Jim Jimmy is always like especially playoff time. He shows up in the playoffs, man. No, this season again. This uh, postseason he's really yeah he's crazy. Bug, he's bugging the fuck out. You know, playing against a high power Celtics team with a lot of star power. So, nah, shout out to Jimmy for sure. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so shout out. Uh, uh, is that that all we got for shout outs? Uh, I was gonna save this for Yo, the more you ask for shout outs, like the more Walters. Oh, yeah, go. I got it. But we don't want to miss it. We don't miss shout outs. I like, <laughs> we we got to praise the people, right? Uh, and I'm I was gonna say this to basketball, but fuck it, we here. I want to shout out Joel Embiid for calling out subpar players at that after oh, yeah, game seven. Sure. He went on the interview and said, yo, James, you're not who you are anymore. And I feel like... <laughs> you mean the same thing he did with Ben Simmons? Which is why and, that, ben Simmons and, and then, and then why you niggas said he shouldn't have did that? Yeah, but I'm like... 
Bro, you clearly underperformed. Which I agree, he shouldn't do that. No, bro, you... This is two times in a bro, row. We, two times in a he row. He is the, like the... James is the fifth highest played payer... Highest paid player of like the last five years, bro. You you cannot do that. Yeah, and that don't, that if doesn't you do mean do that, I respect it that I'm going to call you out. No. Because you don't do that nah. on camera for media. No. Nah. That's not how it works. I mean... If listen, you're trying to build a strong foundation so, of a team. Okay, so cool. So there is one of two things. Even though... um. I think that there are certain things that should be handled in private. I'm with you there. Yeah. But if we if this is a job and we don't have a relationship and you're fucking up my money, I don't owe you that. It That's seems awesome. like they have a relationship though. I mean, I don't know. Because he was really he was him, real gay. Him, him, him and Ben Simmons did not have a relationship. That was mad clear. Yeah. They, that was yeah. clear. So yeah. if, if we're at a job, we're now we're two employees for a big company, and you're fucking up my money because you're not coming to play or prepared, and I'm coming and giving it out every night. Yeah. If I'm good, if if they ask me, hey, how you, bro, this nigga's not doing what he's supposed to. I'm sorry, like don't. And you're not. What's gonna happen is because I am the star, the narrative is gonna be pushed on me. Because jo- Joel, no, if, no matter what Joel Embiid did, he was gonna lose. If he should, he if he de- he was hurt. If he decided not to play, they was gonna call him soft. He played and played bad. They told him he d- he didn't play well. So now it's like, bro, now I'm not gonna eat that. You're fucking up my money. You know what I'm saying? On the James Harden side, if they have a relationship, um, there may be. A conversation should have had ahead of time. They should have had ahead of time. But how much of a relationship they could have? They kind of just met. Like they just started playing with each other. I mean, he was real kitty when James got sent to that team. And on top of that, this is seems to be the mo of Joel Embiid. Yeah, because niggas playing like shit. Yes, they're they're playing like shit. That's cool to have those conversations. I feel like behind closed doors. Yeah. But if you're trying to build a strong foundation of a team, you don't do that. Yeah, but you gotta be. You gotta build that foundation too. There's two. So I say everyone. If you're not in front of cameras. If 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 you're coming, Mm. I mean, no. If you're coming. In camp out of shape. If you're coming and not performing, yeah. I don't owe you shit. If you're coming here purposely not def- not not project protecting what we have, yeah. Like you're at this point, you have to protect what we have. And if you just play bad, it's one thing. If you decide to only take eight shots in the entire game, and you have now averaged what eleven, you average eleven points in the fourth quarter. Like, come on, what's going on here? Yeah, you're not about to do that. So you feel like the best thing to do would be to comment on that i think i think Mm. i think however i feel is how i feel because at the end of the day i also have a job now i don't have an obligation only you have an obligation to the rest of the guys if i don't address it the rest of the guys are are not going to be able to respect me as a leader either in front of cameras that's the main point i'm not because i agree with everything you're saying right but not in front or to media if but if i tell you in private and it doesn't resonate then what if they ask me a question i'm supposed to lie like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if they, we don't have a relationship, that I owe you that. Because I think as things build, of course, there's, if, I don't think he'll ever do that to Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris ain't had the best series. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he'll do that to Tobias Harris. Because like, him and Tobias Harris have been playing for each other for how, how many years? Four or five years? I don't think he's going to do that. But I think, like, I don't know you niggas. You niggas is coming here fucking up my money, and everybody's giving you all this fucking attention. Mm. No, fuck y'all. Play better. And what my shout out was rooted in, not the fact that, not how it, maybe not how it played out, but the fact that I was reading between the lines and it's okay. Yeah, to, he didn't say it that bad. Either. No, I know, but it's okay to call out someone. Well, he kind of did at first, but then he tried to clean it up at the end. I feel like. No, nah, fuck that. No. <laughs> I feel like if someone, if James, Hard, if James Harden played his ass off, and played bad, cool, but yeah, whatever. Like, but I respect calling someone out in public when the effort is not there. If I'm coming there every day busting my ass, 
and you're not, and you're supposed to be my my second in play. Like if you work hard all season and have a bad game, cool. We can, we can we can live with that. But if I see your lack of effort throughout it, and then in game seven when I need you, you're not there. I'm gonna call you out in public because yo, bro, you we need bitch. to call out people who do bitch ass shit. Like in society, we don't do that shit. Like we just keep it, we just keep it in, in locker rooms and shit. But like, if you're not putting in the hard work and the result affects me, bro, you. I respect that shit. Call out bitch ass niggas doing bitch ass shit from here on forward. You feel me? Because I do understand your camera's point. Like everything is not for the camera, but at the same time, we live our lives in front of the camera. Like the NBA players live their lives in front of the cameras. Like it, that's just what it is. That's the that's what we signed up for. That's why we get paid fifty million dollars a year. It's just the job we signed up for. And um, so now, what happens if mm-hmm. James Harden takes it personal and no longer cares to build a strong foundation due to how he Bye, may feel? Buy what the fuck? Know, you got, but you gotta understand. You gotta understand. But no, but no. Time, money, see, two, see, million, see, two hundred million dollars. No, no, no. See, you gotta understand. James Harden is a different nigga. I mean, Joel Embiid is a different nigga. Joel Embiid played all year without Ben Simmons and got them to the number two seed without. And James Harden got there end of the year. They was already good. James Harden got there. Like when you, it's a different feeling when you know you can do it without that person. Hmm. You you are, you are in a whole different stratosphere. Now, if Joel Embiid felt like he needed a number two, he wouldn't have said that. I just need help, a little bit of help. But when you're in effort, the, like, yeah, I just need. I don't need all. I don't need the glisten glam. Joel Embiid got the Sixers there. James Harden came at the end of the year, and he ain't played that good the entire playoffs. And we still got to where we needed. These niggas were down 0-2. Joel Embiid came back with a broken face and um, his hip out of place, and that's when we won again. When you when you are in a place when you know I don't need you, say whatever the fuck I want. Fair you got you got to yeah you got to make yourself valuable. I don't have to. I don't have to put your value for you. You got to make yourself valuable. Yeah. I, bro, Joel, you think Joel Embiid said, yeah, "I need James Harden"? Not if you playing like that, nigga. Bye. You just Ben Simmons all over again. You Ben Simmons with braids and and dark skin now and like liking strippers. And ben Simmons <laughs> likes white women. Crazy. Call Amber. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it, Kendall? Is you with? Yeah, Kendall. Kendall. Oh, I thought that was him with Kendall. Devin Booker. No, that's Devin Booker. I usually get Devin Booker and and him but like confused. Yeah, that sounds same, nigga. That sounds racist. But they beige. It's beige on beige crime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, man, no. yeah. yeah, I don't know why I am. But he fell for yeah, that. Yeah. You don't know what the nigga is. He fell to the Kardashians. It's not white. Yeah. So. <laughs> See? That's it? <laughs> you don't know what the nigga is. He's not white. As, as long as he's not you. white, they don't care what he is. Yeah, I don't know what the nigga is. Yeah, sure, bro. At least I'm not white. <laughs> you wear that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this nigga talking? This nigga's crazy. <laughs> you Yo. put that on. <laughs> You want to get ads. Yeah. Yo, niggas would definitely ass. buy that shit. That is a bro. crazy, like, that, that yeah. shit going stir. Niggers. That shit going stir. Yeah. Oh, niggers. Oh, my God. Nah, bro. That's going to stir some shit, bro. Oh, man. Oh, uh, let's get to the music. Let's get to the music. Let's do it. This is what I know y'all been waiting for. Every, let's talk about for all these niggas, drops in order. All these niggas' reviews. Um, let's, let's talk about the drops in order. What, for, future, future. future came out first. Future was first. Future, honey. Yeah. Yeah. I never liked you. How do y'all feel about it? That shit. Because I know how I feel about it. Uh-oh. That shit. Oh, don't. Oh, that shit was amazing. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I love Future's album. I thought it was amazing. I okay, love that. It's the best Future album since, what was the double one? Yeah. I love that album. I, I love it. I can agree, 100%. Um, this yeah. is the best project in a while. In a while. Um, yeah. I don't. Not that the last one sucked, but this one was just really fucking good. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how else to put it, but I, And I'm so glad like that. that 
how we spoke about it prior yeah. to its drop, how um the song with Drake and Thames goes fucking crazy. Wow. I'm so yeah, glad yeah. like it worked, it worked out. out. <laughs> yeah, it, like, I'm really glad because that good. song is amazing. I Phenomenal. think that has the potential to be song of the summer, personally. Phenomenal. But, um that song is amazing. And that project was really fucking good. And um like I he did find a way to kind of slide in other content with you. I mean, it just I don't know. There's a lot of song there was a lot of songs that also felt very dirty sprite two ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so it was re- yeah. it was all around I think, really fucking solid. It was a it really. There's maybe one or two skips for me, really, but like I can listen to that shit, and I'm going to listen to that shit for a minute. Massage me, I, like I listen. I think I listen to that song every day. That's such a good song. Yo. and the chicken song with ESTG, like that's a good album. Chicken, man. yo, and that outro, the outro song. Is, yo, he ended that whole project with after I fucking like crying your shoulder, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's really like I don't have anything besides saying it's a good project. I don't know where else to, and I'm glad he's like, it's good when like the heavyweights deliver. Mm-hmm. It's good when and heavy- his numbers. His first week was what over 200. It was like oh, 225, 200. I think. Oh really? Did he do that? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Over 200. Yo, bro, yeah, I'm telling you, futures that. Dude. I mean, futures a heavyweight, so I don't expect. Um, I, I saw, but we had a conversation before. I don't remember exactly how. I don't remember because we have a podcast once a week. But I remember saying like futures up there in that in that tier, with not the big three necessarily, but even no, like he's not future is in like, the big three, but like he's on that like level. He's well, you're asking what what um, label futures on? It's Epic Sony. I know, uh, yeah, but sometimes artists sign deals for multiple albums and then put out bullshit albums because they want to save yeah, this right. album for a certain one. So I was curious uh, yeah. to see. No, nah, I think Future's past he, that. This is this is Epic Sony. He's a legacy act. He's not going nowhere. Yeah, okay, he's okay, past okay. that. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's on the Epic. This is oh, actually this is what it was. This conversation we had. Mm-hmm. Future can rap about the same shit. Oh yeah, and it'll be good, and it'll be forever. Mm-hmm. Sensational. But I think. My point I was making was even if you are in a space of speaking on, let's say, relationships, there has to be a varying level, right? Um, being the piece of sh- like even Future's interviews were tailored towards I'm not the piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. what I, like I'm not the piece of shit. Yeah. So it sounds like this music is tailored to I'm not the like it's a different take on the ideology of relationships that he's talking about. And like he's not, he says an interview. I'm not trying to lean into being the piece of shit. Now he's like, okay, now I think because he's older, he's like, hey, I'm not the problem here all the time. And then he's giving you a different. That's what I mean when I say, yo, it's kind of got to change a little bit because niggas aren't gonna be trying to listen to a 40 year old talk about fuck her and leave her on the bed with no no pants on and, and kick her in the crib to find her own cap. Like that's weird. No, I, feel you. I see. Yeah. So weird. I think that's where I was trying to delineate that too. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think. He he's found it. Future's a legend, so he finds a creative way to stick with the same concept, yeah. as the legend should. So I, I love this album. Yes, amazing. Album's fire. Amazing. Yeah. Now the project after this one, which is so heavily discussed for such a long. Wow. Yeah. I, we. I'm, um. You know, we didn't get the chance to talk about this the way we wanted to. Um. Last week, of course. But um. Jack. Jack Harlow, come home. The kids miss you. Who wants? You want to lead? Want to lead with this one? Oh. I enjoyed it. Well, everyone well, I see, is, but I is, see. Uh, I see the world hated it. Yeah, the world. No, wait, Twitter, no, no, not let me. Twitter, no, Twitter, not Twitter, the world. Twitter, the critic, the critic, the critics. Hate, I'm the, saying social the, media. The critics and social media seemingly hated it, but it wasn't. It was the critics, and then the critics on social media, and then some of social media. That's how I categorize the hate. Mm. It was the critics, the critics on social media, and then some of social media. Um, 
Pitchfork gave it a 2.9. 2.9 out of 10. What? Uh-huh. They some haters. He definitely took their bitch. <laughs> he took all of Pitchfork's bitch. He did. <laughs> like the entire every, office. The entire office's like, bitch. It's not that bad. 2.9 is like, you have a vendetta against Yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, it, yo, it, it seemed like he was really targeted to like really just get thrown under the bus by these like everyone journalists and bloggers and shit. It's really crazy. I was, I was really like quote of guard actually. Let, let's 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 talk about it a little bit. What what did you guys look for from this album? I had no expectations going into this album because okay. one, he's had one album. The one album he did have was really fucking good. And two, I don't feel like Jack Harlow has a specific like bag yet you know like he doesn't have his there's not like one thing you could pin him on that you're like looking for like i feel like he's also still finding himself as an artist like there's nothing like you don't i don't know what anyone would expect to hear from a jack Harlow album like i don't know what the expectation is you know what i mean like so i went into this with no expectations except knowing that the last one was really good Mm -hmm. so i would figure maybe this one would just be better in terms of uh sound quality because he's much more of a star now than he was when the first one came out. And he's been surrounded by a lot of more stars now than from the first one. So the production and the quality of the album is the only thing I was really expecting to improve for the most part. Um, and I feel like it did personally. I saw a lot of people saying that the beats were like trash. I was like, I thought the production was really good in this project, personally. Um, what do y'all look for Like when y'all... When y'all play this album, like, what are you expecting when you put on a Jack Harlow album or the yeah. second album? Like, what was your expectations? I went in with a blank canvas, truthfully, because I didn't know much of Jack's previous work. I should have checked up on it, but... Um, I mean, there's only one album, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's had music prior to that, but, like, that's not mainstream Jack Harlow. That's, like... I mean, I like the... That was, like, teenage Jack Harlow. Like, I feel like he's still finding his voice and, like, not, not his voice, his sound, but I enjoyed it. I mean, he has he has his own niche. I know he's working on that, but mm-hmm. I'm, I, mean, I don't hate it. Like, it, I can't generally say I hate it because yeah. I was bopping to it. Is you know, some good shit for a white it boy. Like, it seems like everyone was mm-hmm. expecting like a five star classic album, which is and I don't know bad why because like like I don't know what would lead you to believe it would be like yeah. a five star classic, like a life changing. I'm album. assuming probably because social media would see this these artists around other bigger artists and they would expect that same criteria which is bullshit because like yeah. if a average Joe is just chilling with Drake that don't mean he about to have some fucking take care level bars bro like yeah. average Joe is gonna just sh- gonna be shit and we're in a whole different time yeah so like but yeah. I mean I guess that that's my theory like a lot of people believe that it was gonna be and all the Drake comparisons too and so, I don't understand why which as well is with it's that. two different fucking things but yeah. I don't know I liked it like I get, I think I get it in the sense of like maybe the tone in which he raps, but like I don't understand why he's from Kentucky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I, I can see maybe in the nonchalantness and the tone, it sounds very room for improvement ish uh-huh. and like so far garnish maybe in yeah. the in the way he probably tries to deliver his bars, but like I don't think he's trying to be like Drake. I still, he's still, I still think he's finding his sound, but it was good. To, to completely shit on it is wild because that's two point nine is crazy. That's just yeah. fucking hate. Like that's od hatred. Like, and these journalists were really just dragging it. Like yeah, it was really know. it was really crazy. But y'all takes. Um. Uh. I didn't care 
that the album was coming out. So like, I really had nothing. Like, I didn't give mm-hmm. a fuck. Like, I'm not. It's not like I listen to Jack Hollow often. I don't give a shit. Like, it didn't matter. So Jack Hollow album come out. I put it on, and I find myself just enjoying the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the production is. I know you said it's phenomenal. I think the production is really good. The songs sound amazing. They flow perfectly. Um, even first class in album sounds better than it does outside of the album. So everything sounds good. Um, think um, the issue was what people's critique was once the Drake song leaked. I think that um, the shift started to happen in terms of the expectations. Um, and I think that was a big. I don't know if the team did it on purpose. I know they always say it was an accident, but I, would, I find big records like that hard to leak by accident. Um, but they seem generally like they they seem generally upset that it leaked, but um, w- that was his best rap performance on the album by far. Yeah. So I think people, rightfully so too, because look at who you're on the song with. So I think people were looking for the album to sound like that, but I wasn't because I don't I I, I don't care to for Jack Harlow to be a lyricist because I don't yeah like, I don't I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't understand I don't, what the expectation I don't look for mm-hmm. I don't look for Jack Harlow to give me lyrics that's not what I like from him. I like that he makes songs that sound good yeah I don't like mm-hmm. like I think it's not like if Benny the Butcher. If the, you know that song leaks and then the rest of the album sounds like a pop, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But um, I, I didn't think Jack Harlow was a lyricist like everyone. It seemed like all these reviews were looking for him to be a lyricist. I'm like, when did that happen? Yeah, like, yeah. when did Jack Harlow become this? Like that expectation. Yeah, the expectation for him to be that. a lyrical phenomenon. That's not what the fuck I'm looking for. And I might turn that shit off because that's not what I'm looking for from this artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, it seemed like. You know, and a lot of people saying he was doing a Drake imitation. I'm like, Jack Harlow's always sound like like this. So I don't really get. Yeah, it's, it's, what, I feel like it's just the the, the tone in which he raps and which just sounds like nonchalant. I you know do what I mean? think like, that once that record leaked and he rapped very well on that record, yeah. that everyone's like, oh shit, this is exactly who we want. This was gonna sound like. And I'm like, no, he makes fun records. He makes songs like Dua Lipa and Side Chicken. Um, um, the, I don't know. There's another one I like, but he makes records like that that get mm-hmm. people moving and get people going. I don't know what else y'all are looking for when mm-hmm. that's the records. You know, he comes from what's popping. Like I don't know what and four C with Chris Brown. Like I don't know what y'all are looking for. But um, yes, he had a. It's it's more so rare, really lyrical performance with Drake because he he's on the song with Drake. Why is that now the expectation that he's a bar god on every? I, I, I was confused. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm looking for. That, yeah. I mean, that's not what he's been. And because you hear him rap well once, it's now that's what you want. And it seemed like all the publications fed into that. Um, and I think as a publication, you're a little bit smarter than that. If that's not what he's tend to giving you, mm-hmm. so like why you, you know, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the album in terms mm-hmm. of like it sounded great. It's great to listen to in the car. It's great to just put on when there's girls around. Like it's just a it's great good background music. Like yeah, it's, it's good. Like it's good. And, and I, I, you know, I think you know, for me, it's like a gives me the calm six point five seven out of ten ish. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. It's smooth. Like the beats are really good. I, I don't know about. I don't know why people say the beats. Are, I like the. I like the production a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know where everybody's. You know. Yeah, people really say it's like the worst rap album. I'm like, yo, I'm boy, like, I'm but that, but that, me. that is also to the being around Drake and people thinking he sounds like Drake and all that. Yeah. That's the hate that comes with hanging with Drake. Yeah, that that was and kind of come me on a journey real quick. First of all, the, the album's pretty damn good. If you were a Jack Harlow fan before you knew him in social media, you appreciate the album. Like that, mm-hmm. those are the albums he's made from the beginning. Like. Yeah. I low-key found Jack on like a Bryson Tiller song back in the day, and this is his trajectory as a musician, but like when I look at Jack, I think 
he has the problem that a one hit a one hit wonder has, but his is extended over time where your brand becomes bigger than your music. Like I can see that. and with one hit wonders, that. it happens overnight. But with Jack, it it happens extended forever over now, time. Yeah. But now, as a public figure, he's an A list celebrity. But in reality, he's a B list artist. But am so I, people are oh, oh, real quick. People are hard. expecting A list music from him because he's with A list celebrities. But like he's always, he's gonna get to an A list eventually. But he's he started as a C. Now he's in a B. And I think that's where the hate came. But am I incorrect to thinking that happened like mad quick? I'm like, where did that? Like, when was Jack Harlow this like, like when did Yo, bro, the projection for the album was like 250. I was like, when did this happen? Because who he's with, I mean, he blew up with Drewski, and Drewski is A-list now. Like, they literally- Drewski's not A-list celebrity. Huh? Julie, Drewski is not A-list celebrity. Okay, okay. I, I dragged. In for, uh, for black Twitter is. Um, Jack Harlow is a bigger celebrity than Drewski. He is, but I'm saying like, they were on a uh, similar trajectory, but his brand as Jack Harlow from his great marketing team, that's what I attributed to. Like yeah, but I feel like it happened in like seven days. You know what days. I think it is? I, you know what I think I think it it's did. I think it's just that the 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 world and like you know the music game is trying to peg who the next guy is. Okay. That is they're searching for a desperate they're trying yeah. to see who the next guy is. And yeah. granted I was one of the people who I think Jack Harlow is the next star. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they're just trying to peg him because of his how he looks, which is like a white guy, yeah. And you know the the machine is always going to back that up because at the end of the day, there's not many white rappers that are so acclaimed in the hip hop community. Yeah. There's very limited amounts. Like I don't know, man. I just think we've disappointed a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I think a lot of our guys that we expect to be next sucked. Yeah, Roddy no. sucked. Chance yeah. Corday, we don't give a oh, shit. Yeah. Chance, Chance, Chance was Chance, a little I, don't even, I, don't I think even Chance know what, was the last big one that I just he seen was Chance put out pegged. a freestyle with Vic Mensa. Leave him alone. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Bit Johnny Depp on the record. Huh? <laughs> Yo, yeah, you guys. All right, nah. <laughs> but I do think that's what it was. I think that they're. <laughs> look, at what, look at what we're looking for. Put music. the niggas in pirates uh, on the. <laughs> <laughs> look at what we're looking for in music. That nigga put Vic Mensa. All right, bro. Yeah, but... I saw that and I didn't click it. They're like brothers from like I back don't, in Chicago. Nigga, I'm like, not. If he's my brother, you're not getting on song with me, nigga. <laughs> no, like it's like his I'm calling mom and telling her, do not. I'm not picking up the phone. Don't I, invite him over Thanksgiving. Don't invite him over Thanksgiving because he sucks. <laughs> so no, no. I don't care if it was Vic. I don't care if they brothers. I don't care if they from Chicago and it was on Old Block with with yeah, Dirk. I don't care. Okay. He sucks. He, he stinks. He, suck. he fucking stinks. <laughs> All right. If but I do. I, no, if stop, you, no, no, sorry. Stop. If you can name four big mental songs, I got a hundred dollars for you. No one can. All right, cool. <laughs> there you go. I do think they were trying to pin Jack Harlow as like the next big thing, mm-hmm. and what comes with that is the hate and expectations. Yeah, expectations. Yeah, all of that, all of that. And he still did what one ten. And, and I think he's still. I think he's still good. Like I still think he serves his purpose. Yeah, but the thing is with Jack, with the, what I've noticed through watching his interviews, he's very well aware that this was going to happen. He literally said in um, an interview with Zane Lowe, he said, um, the world's going to turn on you. He said, there's going to be a day where they turn on me. I'm very, very ready and aware for that. And that's what comes with having the people like Drake and them around you. And he was like, yo, I've been around Drake. He said, yo, they're going to turn on you, bro. It's okay. That's just what it is. That's crazy. He said, they're going to turn on me. I cannot, you know what I mean? I can't take that shit seriously. And then his breakfast up in you, you know, he talked about how he moved back to Kentucky because he felt like he wasn't grounded enough you know he wasn't ground enough he said yo bro like the, the the money and the shit's getting to me i need to go back home 
Wow. Mm-hmm. That's he said, he's, and, he, and then he was just like, yo, bro. And he's young, bro. He's 24. He's like, yo, my mom was kind of, she said how his mom said to him how she felt like he was floating away. And then um, he was like, that's when I knew I need to move back. That's when I knew. And um, as an artist that has that self-awareness, you're going to be around for a very long no, time. Oh, that's amazing. You're going to be around for a long time. That's good that's because most don't have that self-awareness. Most people. Facts. Most people most, don't. I mean, yeah, most people in general don't Fuck have that artists. Most people don't have that but type of... to be able to like feel and ground yourself like, nah, I got to go back to the roots. I mean, also, it, does, it definitely helps having people around you that are coming from the same like yeah. position that you were when you first coming up, but... That's 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 wild that he actually acknowledged that very very early on. Yeah, so um, I think uh, uh, I don't think yeah, I don't know why people are giving Jack Harlow's album so much but shit. I, I think it's just that whole factor of like him being around the big, the yeah, big, the big stars is where it's like, I right, if he's around, he's got to have some shit, which is fuck. Like, don't get me wrong, like. It's good on the, on the artist's part because that means you're turning heads. You're getting yeah. recognition. Mm-hmm. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing and it's getting love for it. But like, that doesn't mean... Well, no, that sounds a little bit counteractive what I was about to say. It doesn't mean like you should be up on their level even though you are in a way. I think that every... It seems like Drake is... You know, even on the record with him and Drake, Drake is kind of passing a torch like, oh, he's up next. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know people don't necessarily like that because I don't think a lot of people like Drake. You in know, ter- yeah, in, a like, lot of people hate. Yeah, a lot of really, people hate Drake. People hate Drake. A lot of people just like hate people Drake. hated. Hove. I used to hate Drake. He know, Derek knows. I used to fucking hate Drake. Just like people hated. Hove. But like, I gave him his flowers because it's just it's who he is. Yeah, it's like hating Kobe. It's like hating. Yeah, Joe Stockton Drake hated at one point. Like you, can't, you just gotta like acknowledge the like, greatness. Yeah, they're just it is what it is. So and then um, I think we see that with um, with Jack. No, no, I mean, I think, yes, we see that that once you align yourself with somebody, you know, it's like going to play with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You're naturally just going to be the team that people don't root for all the time. Yeah. That's just what it is. Um, So, uh, I to end this, I liked Jack's album. Same. I don't know what y'all were listening to. I fucking enjoyed that album. I did no, not, good. I was not looking for Illmatic. I was looking for ass. a Jack Harlow album. And that's what I got. A, 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 a much improved Jack Hall album, because there's some records I really, really enjoy. I love the Poison song with Lil Wayne. I don't know why Yo, that's I like one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I don't know why I hated that shit. Yeah, that shit was um, really fucking good. Dual Lipa is going to sound great outside on a rooftop. Um, my folks just want to listen to you scaring the bitches away music. That's what it is. Like, yeah, like I'm not trying to, yeah, do, do not scare the B words away. I, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like Jack said in that song with Drake, when the whole world loves you, there's only one way to stand out. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Justin Timberlake song is also great. Yeah. The Like a Blade of Grass, the song is I like. Like, what the don't Pharrell, I, The Pharrell song? The Pharrell song. I'm still taking away how Pharrell legit showed love on that. Because, like, Pharrell did a bro, really Pharrell, good job producer. Like, like, if you, like, I'm pretty sure, like, a nonchalant average person probably would think of Pharrell, like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But, like, motherfuckers got to remember who Pharrell is, but, like, yeah. production wise. Like, on. to get. The green light and like hop on a track with Pharrell as well. And um, yeah, my favorite record, um, I got a shot. It's because I don't know who produced that, but it's just such a good. Di- it's a di- it's a different change of pace on the album. I love that song. So yeah, I just listen, man. I don't know what y'all listen to, but I like it. It's in my it's it's in my rotation. Yeah, it's I, I, yeah, it's gonna be in my rotation. Yeah, for yeah. My as I'm driving, I'm that's what I right. turn on when um you know I get sad listening to Kendrick's album. So. Let's get to it. What's his favorite rapper of all time? Oh, man. Okay, listen. Hey, um, let's have an adult conversation. About, let's have an adult conversation Son. about this album, all right? 
So let's get to Johnny. I'm gonna let Wall lead you this are one. You a hater. Bro. No, I didn't say anything. Son. No, from from Joe. No, That's I didn't say anything. Listen, I want you to lead this topic because I know you've been waiting for five years. So <laughs> my I expectations like... are low just because I don't want to be this. What? No, 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 not for this album, just in general. Okay. Because as a fan, mm-hmm. I realized. Put them expectations real low so okay. that you don't get disappointed because that's, I feel like that methodology is amazing. We, we could talk for four okay. hours about this album. But Kendrick, Son, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers. Mr. Morrell Walter. and the Big Steppers. Part one, apparently, maybe. No, I think, the, no this was a double disc because it was, or at least on the track list, it says No, nine, I know Apple nine. Music, I know Apple Music fucked my, I thought Apple Music fucked my shit up. But I had it and then nah, I, it went away it, and well, then it did again. On Spotify, on Spotify, it was just the whole. No, it was just Apple Music that was fucking up. Oh, no, nah, Spotify, oh, it just had the whole. It was album. just Apple Music. Right, that was well, these stream services ain't paying us. So, Facts. yeah, blank. Well, they blank. fucked up. So. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. was doing. <laughs> um, so I would love for Walter to lead this. Who wants to start with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Walter should lead this. I think I can summarize my take. In a few words. Don't summarize it. We got plenty of time. Okay. Well, take as long as you need to make the best music possible. I'll leave it at that. That that doesn't help anybody understand how you feel about the I'm, album. I'm kind of... Oh, no. It's it's the, the take was he waited too long for his album. But I'm like, yo, when you produce the quality of music like this, it's okay to take four no, or five but years. What is your... Yeah. What do you feel about the album? Walter. Fuck, yeah. fuck everybody. Everybody's no, no, going to think that, what they think. That, that's... When I listened to it, I, that's what I thought. Like, yo, sometimes you have to go through shit to make... You have to live life and experience new things and learn new things and change perspectives to make music that actually matters. Like, if you want to make music about women and hurting women and all that shit, that's easy. But if you want to make music that means something and that speaks to someone, to this day, when I listened to The Heart Part 5 and I heard it a week ago, I still get goosebumps. Like, no, I haven't, I don't get that shit from anything else. No, my, my take on that song stays. That is the best yeah. rap song to come out this year. Do I, do I wish that more of the album made me feel that, wow, Rush, yeah, okay. but I, I don't know if any artist is capable of making a song that stops you in your tracks, makes you change your perspective, makes you watch it several times, look for the meaning to it. To expect that for an album throughout for 15 songs, 30, 15 songs, that's impossible. But do I wish that was the case? Yeah, but uh, is the perspective, like, there's a song where he talks about that the fact that uh, a woman in his family was trans and turned to a man and no one cared, or, or no one like made it a big deal, but then he later says that a... There was a male who was trans and turned to a woman, and now like the whole family shuns them and cuts them off, and like to ex- to d- express that in a song, and it still sonically sound good, but have that much. It's great story. Like it's like past music. Like he made art, and it just happened to be in the form of sonics. Like not ain't nobody doing that shit, bro. Like the societal impact. If you really sit back, you have to listen to it. Three or four times, and every time you listen to it, you gain more of the picture. Like if you watch a really good movie and you watch it once, oh cool, this is good. You watch it again and you learn more about it and see more connections as you watch it time and time again. And that's I think what art's about. You feel me? Like so that's that shit's phenomenal. Does it have repay value? I'm gonna say I'm going on a limb and say not really. Am I playing this repeatedly? Nah. But did I listen to it? Almost like going to a museum and looking at a piece of art. You won't go to the MoMA every day, but like when you go and you're like, oh wow, like 
this shit is special. Like, so that's my take. Replay value, no. Artistic value through the roof. No one's coming close to that shit. Oh no, I, I want to hear what you guys mm-hmm. said, man. <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Um, uh, I really enjoy Walter's take just now because I feel similar sentiments to an extent." Um, <clears throat> so let's start with this, right? This is the perfect album to sucker me into everything Kendrick's talking about, right? And when I say sucker me, and I don't mean it in a negative way. He's talking about his, you know, his writer's block, therapy, the things he's going through, like all those things as a man, somebody that's gone through certain things, you're like, all right, cool, like I have to love this. So I listened to it the first time, okay, cool. But then now as somebody that's like, okay, now I'm going to talk about the music, you have to separate yourself from, okay, of course I love what he's talking about. I love that he's mentioning this, this and that, but I have to separate myself from what I love to actually make a logical critique on what's the sound of this music. Um... It was, I don't think, I, I don't hate the album. Um, I've just seen Kendrick kind of balance both before. Um, it's not the best sound. You know, so to Pimp a Butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that, you know, you, because it was a, it was a kind of a social commentary on, on the black community to me on black history to pimp butterfly. It's not something you got right away, but you got it quicker than you maybe will get this um piece of music because um the sound of that album was very fine. It was very um it was based on a lot of jazz, it was based on a lot of classic. So to pimp a butterfly, um immediately I knew how great that sounded. It was just a great sounding album. I didn't it, you could you could take all the voices out of that album and you can hear how great it sounded. Um there are moments where I was like, I don't know what Kendrick's doing here. And I usually never get that from Kendrick. Mm-hmm. There are moments I'm like, I don't really know. I don't really get what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, yes, it's deep. I hear that. But, like, what about how this sounds? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I had that a lot. Uh, not a lot. I had that a few times. I'm like, I don't really know what's going on here. I'm not sure what, what your plan is, what the execution with this was. Mm-hmm. After I got past, of course, this sounds amazing, you know. Um therapy and you know the issues with your dad like that was all cool cool i took that i said okay that's great subject matter i'm cool with that but what does this sound like um I'm like, all right like you know the, their points was like okay I, I gotta take a break and turn this off you know what i mean like going you go through it a couple times like, all right, i gotta take a break i, I don't want to hear this and i usually don't get that from kendrick music um and that maybe goes to walter's replay value point but not all great albums have replay value Illmatic doesn't have replay value, I don't think. I think it's one of the best hip-hop of all time, but I don't go back and listen to it often. Mm-hmm. Because I just, like, I know it's good, I know it's classic. To mm-hmm. Butterfly is another one, I, I just, I'm cool. Not that I'm cool, sorry, let me rephrase that. You listen to it here and there, but it's not something you just throw on when, you know, people are around. Um, and this album, it seems like that's where it's going to sit. Um, classic subject matter, of course, and, you know, Kendrick being so vulnerable and all that other stuff, but... Um, I don't know if this is uh, where this is going to stay with me in terms of his best. Um, yeah. I, if I had to, and this is way too soon to put this in any category or anything like that, so I'm doing this off the whim. This is not, this is probably his worst album if I had to list it. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy it because I love the subject matter and Kendrick Lamar proved on this album he's still the best storyteller ever. But uh, 
if he's fighting himself, because at this point, the big three are only fighting themselves. Mm-hmm. If he's fighting himself, you know, this is not up there, but it's still, it's, it's a good album. It's it's a Kendrick album. It's what I expected. I wish the changing voices thing too for me is a little, it's getting a little, it, well, it was a little weird now. It's like, not weird, but like, I, sometimes I just want to hear the talent be the talent. And Kendrick's just a, the, one of the most talented rappers I've ever heard. So mm-hmm. when he doesn't take the album to express how talented of a rapper he is, it gets weird. Like I just sometimes love to hear J. Cole rap. You know, when he gets records on when he gets on a beer record and just loses it, like we just enjoy that. And I hear there's so much going on. And yes, black people, yeah, shit sucks. I know blacks, yes, whatever. Yes, shit is wild. Amber hurting them. But um <laughs> No one in that case is black. Oh shit. Well, but what I'm saying is like Sometimes, man, like like the heart part five, you can do both. And the fact, the way he was able to do that, I just, I don't know. I do wish that album sounded like that, but that's me personally. Mm. In terms of me being objective to the actual music, the album's good. What am I supposed to say? But I, I don't, I know, I don't know if I was waiting five years for this. Mm. Matthew said that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I was waiting five years of my life for this. Yeah. Like, for me. The best thing about Kendrick is the way he's found his balance. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't know if it took me five years to just... I mean, he's just basically told us what he was doing for five years. Yeah. He basically just used the, the album. Summary. This was a, well, But it's okay, too, because this was clearly an album for him. This I was not for saying. us. I see what you're saying. Yeah, this was not an album for us. Mm. This had nothing to do with us. Yeah. He just was like, yo, I'm doing this. And he, you know, he let us know I had writer's block for two years. Um... This was an album for Kendrick. This was not for the people. This was for him. And this album sounds like he might not ever rap again. The way he's like, he's tired. Like he's exa- like Kendrick sounds like, yo, this is it. This is for me. This is for me getting the last of my thoughts out. And I just want to go do something else. It sounds like Kendrick don't want to rap no more. The difference between, I hate to com- do the comparison while we're talking about his album, but the difference between the other two guys, the other two guys want to rap more. They want to keep rapping. Drake and J. Cole Lesno all the time, they want to keep going. This is what they love to do. Kendrick sounds like I'm just exhausted. I'm tired. So that is, yeah, the album's cool. It's great. I just, I think what makes, what's always made Kendrick, to, well, to everyone better than everyone is he's always found the balance between social commentary and how good he of a rapper he is. Yeah. And his album clearly didn't give us that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I don't know what to tell y'all niggas, man. I don't know. It's cool. Bro. That's why I don't want to go next year. I want for um, so long. Oh no, I'm I'm going last. <laughs> true. Storytelling was there, but it's not one of his best albums, truthfully. And I I had to go back to his mixtapes, K Dot days to listen to to like compare. And I hate comparing because obviously you're not supposed to do that. Right. Yeah. As you grow older and fond of your favorite artists, you you start to realize that you know they're obviously going to grow themselves too, but. It doesn't have replay value for me. It's an amazing album, but the storytelling is there. And obviously, like you said, he's able to balance social commentary and, you know, just what he's going through. And obviously, this this definitely wasn't for us, 100%. Everyone needs to get that notion out of their head. This was not for us. Yeah, it's not, not it's to straight up give a summary of what that man has been going through, mm-hmm. which, I mean, everyone goes through shit because we're all humans. And we all try to hold it in, especially men try to hold it in. And the guy's a brand new father. I'm pretty sure not too long ago he had a kid. So, yeah, you know, it's an, it's it's good, but 
like I said, my expectations were low, and I wanted them to be low, so then I want to get disappointed. Um, to com- kind of compare it to like Good Kid, Mad City, or to Pimp a Butterfly, it's it's lower, but it did what it had to do. It it, it did its job. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think N95 and. I'm trying to remember what other song that really, really hit the hit home for me. Uh, the Heart Freestyle Five. It's it's controversial. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but a lot of people are not fond of it. Um, four is still my favorite for sure. Three and four definitely always will hold, hold a, a special place in my heart. Mainly mm-hmm. four, but five was amazing. What with the whole video stuff with Nipsey and everyone else was amazing. But the album for five years is tough. It's really tough to say. But I mean, he is part of the big three, and it's kind of like a, a like a I guess you get 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 out of fr- jail free card in a way. But he did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, Derek, he's about to go off. Okay. So. None of those three takes I was expecting at all. Biggest takeaway from all three of those takes. Kind of like a get out of jail free card. Your opinion, which is obviously subject to change in his worst project. No replay value. Okay. And the pedestal that you hold Kendrick Lamar at. Mm-hmm. To the degree you hold him to in terms of everything. Okay. Prior to this drop. Yep. You think this project was worth waiting five years for? Mm. Do you think what he dropped yeah. after being off the face of the earth yeah. for the most part for five years, this was the optimal outcome of his ability? That's a good question. Um... I can say no, but also it showed me that that's okay. Like he's a person going through life creating like it and you can appreciate it for what it is and get the value from it, what it is. And you can separate that from your own expectations. That's what that kind of got me to see. Like you would think that after five years, you'll put the best product project out ever but that's not the case like there are so many factors that go into that so maybe that's to joe's point as the get out of jail free card but also like you're a person i feel that you put your heart into this and if that's the final product but you put your heart into it i'm okay with that you feel me like if you put a half-ass album out don't really try like roddy's album at least to me, sound like he didn't really try. And that's what I won't... That's what bothers me as an artist. But if I feel like, yo, you poured your soul into this album, you put everything you had in you, and this is the product, I can live with that. You feel me? Yeah, I think this is the best album Kendrick could have put out. Like, based on what... Being gone for five years, you think this is the best album? I, yeah, I but mean, t- it, again, time, sub- time only builds your expectations. That doesn't change the artist's art process. You feel me? Because what if he made the first song on day one and the worst song on day... Twelve thousand, you feel me? Like that would be time, no one, that would be no one's fault but his own if he chose to 
put the, those two songs that are so far apart on the same project. But what you're saying is why not fault to him, but why we praise the others. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's you choose to do that, cool. What we expect is what we expect, I think, but that praises the artist that can do it a lot mm. faster and quicker mm. and do it at a high level. You know what I'm saying? But no, continue your take, though. Derek, you know, because I'm on surface level. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, I think Get Out of Jail Free Card is such a specific phrasing to use for Kendrick Lamar okay. that I think is appropriate. Because it's crazy. Because had someone like Drake or J. Cole done this, they would not have the leisure of being so acclaimed. Because for some reason, and I'm not a Kendrick Lamar hater, because I don't hate Kendrick Lamar and I don't dislike Kendrick Lamar. I just don't see what everyone else seems to see. No, you hide it. No, I like I don't. I okay. don't see it. Here you go, bro. No, no, <laughs> I'm high, but I'm high, but you just said this is probably his worst project. You just said this but has a replay okay. value. Yeah, and, but you see, sure. no, because now y'all are doing exactly what I'm about to say. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Y'all give. Kendrick cop outs. No, we give him grace. For what? For taking out five years? Okay. <laughs> I want you to finish your take because there is a great debate here that I think um we should I have. think, yeah, because I'm gonna so, forget. Yeah. Go ahead. Because meanwhile, even though I say all of this, I think from what it sounds like, I probably enjoy this project the most in this room. Probably, maybe. Which is ironic to me. Because I actually think there is some sort of replay value in this, personally. I've actually played this a couple of times because there are actually some songs on it that I think are really good. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot. Most of the songs are good. Yeah, for sure. I think Kendrick Lamar is very great at delivering a message. Yes, that's what I think he is a vessel for. Yeah, he is great at delivering a message. <coughs> Um, obviously some of these songs I can really care less for because they really just don't resonate with me personally. You know what I mean? Like, but I understand that even though it doesn't resonate with me, a message still has to be sent out because there's still a community in which that message is supposed to reach regardless of me and my musical intake. Like, you know, the, that we cry song together, that we cry together song. Mm -hmm. That was a very toxic song, but I'm sure a lot of people listening to that song, they may have felt that. That Auntie Diary song, I don't really care for that song, but I'm sure that there is a target audience that that song is supposed to reach, and it's supposed to resonate with them, and I'm sure it may have. Um, There are a couple of songs, like the song with Blast, I think is really good. Oh, I love that record. Yeah. That's probably my favorite song. That's the best radio song on this yes. project. Mm -hmm. song, uh, yeah. yeah. That's that, that's a really good song. That's a really good song. Um, I think the song with Kodak Black is really good. That Savior song, I think is the best song on this project. Yeah, it's really good too. Like when I listen to this part, y'all niggas, like not just y'all niggas, but like niggas in, yes, in general, yes. mm -hmm. like I had to look at the lyrics to all of these songs because I need to I need to see. Like I really need to see this plateau we put Kendrick on. Mm -hmm. And I understand why he gets put on a certain plateau. It's the message. Yes. All, his, all his music is the message. That's all it is. Because I don't... Y'all saying like this album has no, no replay value to you guys, which is obviously the subject to change and that's your opinion on it, which is fine. Um, 
When was the last Kendrick album that had replay value? Because Untitled Unmastered doesn't have replay value to me. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, that's a snooze fest. But the message is still meant to go to where it's supposed to go to. I have never heard in my life one person say, let's listen to the Pimp a Butterfly. Granted, you guys feel how you feel about it. Right, right. Okay. But I've never heard one person in my life say, let's listen to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, the only project I've ever heard Kendrick universally get a claim for and also get requested to listen to is Good Kid, Mad City, and uh, I think Section 80 is the first project he put out. Yeah. yeah. Those two are like his his ones that people like run back still. Like, I don't know who's listening to Pimple Butterflies, though. I don't know who's listening to Untitled Unmastered. Damn is really good. I think Damn is actually what... This album was kind of supposed to like be like in a sense of in terms of what you mean with the with the sonics and the messaging being together, mm-hmm. but I feel like the message was just heavier in this project because I don't know if you guys like looked at the lyrics, uh, but like I looked at the lyrics of some of the song and like I said, this, the song that I think is the best, which is called mm-hmm. Savior, he was talking his shit on that song, and he was saying like these artists are not your saviors. Um, he was saying. He was talking about his his opinion on the vaccine, about how you know some people were against the vaccine until they needed the vaccine, and then he got the then he got COVID. So then he started questioning whether Kyrie was right or wrong, um, how authentic he is. Like he was talking his shit on some of these songs. Yeah, he really was. So I understand the terms of messaging, but I feel like he just gets so much grace, and I just think that's unfair for someone that's in the big three because the other two. Don't get that. Like that's why I say I don't see it. I don't see why he gets to get out of jail free card, but someone like Drake or J. Cole won't get it. Because J. Cole will put out for your eyes only and get ripped to shreds. Drake will come out with CLB and people will call it garbage. Yet that's what you'll hear all the time because at the end of the day, that's more relatable and the and it just sounds better. I don't understand why Kendrick gets to get out of jail free card, but these other two don't. Yet we hold Kendrick to such a high standard that he can miss five years of putting out music. Mm-hmm. Put out this project, sonically a subpar, message aside, and then probably he's not going to be out for another five years again because like John said, it doesn't sound like he wants to fucking make music. Yet we hold him in such high regard. I, that's what I don't understand. That's what confuses me. The Hard Part 5, mm-hmm. I think that song was whatever, except for the last verse. Wow. The last verse was a great verse. Okay, it was. And which is why last week when we spoke about it, I don't think it was the best song of this year, which is why I told John, I said on the mic, but it may be the most impactful song. I can agree to that sentiment. It may be the most impactful song of the year. I can agree to that. Do I think it's the best song of the year? No. I can't rap one bar on this song. Because I don't really care. Because I never, it didn't make me go back. The Hard Part 4 was 100% better than the song. So I agree with you, Joe. I think that's the best The Heart song from the series. Mm-hmm. The Heart Part 5, I think, just gets a pass because he's speaking from the vessel of Nip in the third verse, which is, which, I, which is okay because that verse is great. And I felt like he meant what he was saying. It, w- it was meaningful. It's the message. It's always the message. Kendrick always has the message. And to answer your question, first of all, that was very well spoken. That was very well said. Yeah, that, that was great. We got to make a clip out of that. But two, I think he gets that grace because he sacrifices the sonic melody to get his message across. Like he is literally saying like, you don't think that he could have made sonically 
songs that we that resonate with us more. He has the physical ability to do that, but he's saying, "Yo, fuck all that, fuck replay value, fuck the radios. I'm gonna make music that I can." Get the message out to you because I want you to see something differently or I want you to change your perspective. I care about that more than anything else because he could have put together music that would sell. He could. He's that talented. He's saying, fuck that, bro. Getting y'all to see a different perspective because the way y'all live, you're living is self-detrimental and you're killing your community inside and outside. And I care about that and changing that parasitic mentality that a lot of black people have, myself included, over making music that we want to hear. And that's why he gets the pass. That's why he gets the pass, bro. He, he cares about changing shit better than making phenomenally sonic music. And that's why we love him. Because he's one of the forces fighting against the evil of the music industry on some like conspiracy shit. But like a lot of niggas feed into the toxic, go shoot niggas, we don't let his hold, fuck all that shit. Like that shit is easier to sell. And they know that. But he's saying, nah, bro, I want shit to change. I want you to hear my message and hopefully some random ass kid in Mississippi, I change his life and now he goes on to be someone better because of my music. And that is why it's a... Same with Nipsey. Nipsey was a, a light. And this, no, I'm bro, I'm sure. telling you, bro, they I, want change for the black community no. better than music. And that's why, Kendrick, you have all the passes you want. <coughs> no, Get your message across, bro. That's crazy. That's just more important that's than record sales or melodies and shit, bro. I don't buy anything. Changing lives, I don't nigga. buy anything you just said because... That's just, fine. I don't buy anything you just said for the fact that just because... I don't believe he sacrifices the sonics yeah. of the music to get the message across because you took five years. And that, that Sacrificing the sonics is your output being put out so fast, you're not letting the Sonics sit for you to understand them or for you to care more about them. Because you bring up Nip. Yeah. Nip has just as impactful messages yeah. and the Sonics match. And he had more output than Kendrick, Correct. which is fine. They're two different people. Yeah, yeah. They're two different people. But that, 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 everything you just said just puts the blanket on the Sonics of it. Because you took five years, yeah. You and you say and you and you question, oh, you you ask, you think he couldn't, you know, take the time out to to do to care about the Sonics, yeah. but he cared more about the message. But it's like no, you should care about the Sonics if you're gonna care about the message as much because you need both of them to go hand in hand, so it has a bigger outreach at the end of the day. Yeah, you're, it's possible because he has that song with Blast on the project, yeah. and that song is great, that's and that's what's gonna be on the radio, and. It has a message in it. They all have messages. But mm -hmm. you not getting a passion being gone for five years because this is not the best project you could have put out in five years all around. Message-wise, I think it was on par. Yes. For whoever it was supposed to reach. I think every song yeah. has a different target audience. Mm -hmm. Every song. It was structured well, <clears throat> to the best of his ability. But there's, there's a target audience for all of these songs, whether it be Father Time, whether it be... Fucking Savior, whether it be Silent Hills, whether it be N95, whether it be Auntie Diaries, like they all have different, whether we cry together, they all have different target audiences. He's trying to reach the masses yeah. with this message. Okay. You're trying to reach the masses with the message that took you five years to get out for your own reasons. You said you for two years you had writer's block. Mm -hmm. It's like, he just has, I just, Get out of jail free card. That's the best I can explain this. And, and that was a perfect way to summarize it, really. Let me ask you this real quick, because this is the first question. Listen to this album. I thought about you. Um, if this album came out in nine months, would it change your pers your perspective and review of it? 
Like nine months after like, dam? Nine months after dam or a year and a half. Does the length Absolutely. of this... It would. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because okay. if he would hypothetically put this out nine months after dam, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Okay. This is five years. Yeah, but, but you keep bringing that up, bro. Like, Yeah, because if Drake didn't drop out for five years, you have an expectation. If J. Cole didn't put out a project over five years, you have an expectation. So why when Kendrick put an album out after five years, we give him grace? Yeah, but you keep saying your expect he he does like our expectation as fans doesn't change his creative process. You keep inserting your expectation into his musical process. You like the time has built your expectation, but like he doesn't know us or care about like he's creating shit that matters to him. Your expectations come from your from us, but like. That's separate from his process and his art. Like you keep injecting your perspective and and do you apply that rule to every artist? No, I don't. That's and point. that's that's a good point. Because he is every artist's message as deep, as impactful as his. He could make radio shit all the time, bro. Like he can make shit that everyone else makes. He can make shit that can sell. But when the message is there, it takes you have to grow and learn and mean the shit. You think most artists who drop music mean that shit, bro? No, they're just making it because it's output. They're putting it out because it's their job. I'm putting him only next to the other two he's always put next to. And I think both yeah. of those artists do. Okay. Mean and, what they say, but, their but everyone's message. everyone's different. Like, and you don't think Kendrick's message is, it may not reach as far as J. Cole's, but there's a level of complexity to Kendrick's message that J. Cole maybe Why wouldn't dips I think it reaches in? as much? I feel like it would reach, if not more. No, um, then... And, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, this was very enjoyable. I, 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 Kendrick got to drop an album. Has to drop an album every week for you niggas to debate like this. Um, I loved everything y'all said because everything has a different point. But I want to break it down to as not simple. I want to break it down to the, these certain pieces, right? So, um, one thing, Derek, do you think Kendrick has ever put out a bad album? Yes. Besides this, today. Bad like, and uh, like, like to me, like how, what I think is bad. Um, no, we're not going to talk about ourselves. We're going to talk about the masses, <coughs> the general consensus. Do you think that the, the general consensus Kendrick has ever put out a, any bad work? Nope. Um, I think we all know that the public has thought Cole and Drake have put up bad albums. Yep. So I think that if Kendrick has anything that is, we we all agree this album's not bad. So if anything that's not to what we would expect from Kendrick Lamar, which is respectfully, and I'm gonna be a thousand percent. As much as how we feel about Kendrick Lamar, because we critique Kendrick, we both critique Kendrick's timeline a lot. Mm-hmm. But what we cannot critique is that the masses see everything, he, have reviewed every other album as a masterpiece. Not just good, it's not just great, it's a masterpiece. So for us to be like, hey, why is it grace? It's not grace, it's, it's just not a masterpiece. And for Kendrick mm-hmm. to, Kendrick, even if we want to call a rollout, right? His rollout to the sound was, hey, I'm not, I'm not the best. I don't have my phone and all this other shit he was saying. Mm-hmm. He's kind of told us, hey, um, this album's about to be for me, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm going to rap no more. So going into this, I didn't think it was going to be a masterpiece because he kind of told me it wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. But I also don't need it to be a masterpiece. My thing is that when it comes with the graces, I feel like the mm-hmm. masters will never say when Kendrick Lamar actually has a bad album. Yeah, but this isn't bad, so what are they going to say? No, no, but I'm saying... At, he does, at, he's never had a bad album. Yeah, no, Kendrick Lamar has his, never put out a bad piece of music in his entire life. Facts. He never breathed bad. Yeah, That's the thing. And I know and like... That's the, but that's the grace I'm talking about. It's not... But, but bro, that's what he's earned. That, no, but no, that, no. 
the, no, this is Kendrick Lamar has never breathed a bad piece of music his entire life. Like there have been respectfully, like, and as much as I love Drake and Cole, there have been bad Drake songs. There have been bad J. Cole songs. Mm-hmm. Kendrick takes his time and does not put out bad music ever. As much as I love Drake and I, like I said, Kendrick ain't the number one on my top three. But I, what I can say about Kendrick is I, Kendrick has never put out a record I'm like, this fucking sucks. And I cannot say that about the other two guys I love. Kendrick has never put out a song I'm like, wow, this song is garbage. Mm-hmm. But there have been plenty of times, not plenty, of course, but there have been times I'm like, whether it be Drake, whether it be Cole, um, whether it be, because let's throw Future in the four, you know what I'm saying, the, the big dog. I've been like, wow, this sucks. And I have been there. So that's where the thing is like, Kendrick has never done that to me. Where I've listened to something like, wow, this is horrendous. No, we can agree and he'll, disagree that. <laughs> I, and I'm, I hear you. Fair. But no, there's never been a point where Kendrick was like, yo, this is hell. There have been a rec- there's been a Drake verse. I'm like, okay, I never I hope no one ever hears this. Yeah. Then there's been a cult, like some on four yeah. albums. I'm like, yeah, I don't ever want to hear this. The Drake verse on, on the future album, on the, the second song, bad verse. Can we agree on that? Yeah, agree. Yeah, agree. Okay. Yeah, I never want to hear like, that. Yo, that like literally, I never want to hear that verse again. <laughs> so like, but Kendrick, one thing, the reason Kendrick gets where because Kendrick never does that. And I know it take he may take a while, but he doesn't do that. So that's why when I say this is his worst product, for him to take this long to give us that, to, mm. to give us this, like, okay, it's not a masterpiece, but this isn't this exactly. Because I'm grading it because everything else to the general public, maybe not to me, maybe not to you, maybe not to anyone here, is a masterpiece. We do not love to pin butterfly, but bro, the 85% of whether it be critics, the world, and after people took time with, bro, that is like the most expensive vinyl in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like that is because people, that is a master piece. That is a master class of social commentary. Cool. Now to, um, to kind of like to Walter's point, because I don't necessarily agree with everything Walter said either. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a, um, um, <clears throat> you know, Walter saying he doesn't, um, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't adhere to, uh, you know, making radio hits, whatever. Mm. Let's not get it fucked up. Kendrick caters to what's going on. Let's let's not like Kendrick ain't like Ken, Kendrick is not lost as to what music sounds like. That's that's you know his social commentary on relationships on that album isn't by accident. Let's not think Kendrick is the you know what I mean like uh, the that's, hard part. That's the, why Blast is the, on that project. The, the heart part five yeah. is. Social commentary. Yes. Yes, it's deep in how he's speaking about it because that's his talent. That's who he is. He's the best okay. at that. But let's not act like he didn't use current events to depict his point. That's just what it is. In but my point was in the message, not the sound. Like even the song where it's him and that girl arguing, that could have been made into a like a regular sounding melody song, but he chose to do it in almost yeah, a but, but that's not Ken, that's not who Kendrick is, so that probably wouldn't have even gone off well. Like Ken, Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick is Kendrick. Like Kendrick doesn't. Let's not. Kendrick sells more than anyone. Let's not pretend Kendrick isn't is some underground rapper. Kendrick sells a million albums a week. So Kendrick doesn't have to change anything. Can He's you, Kendrick can you Lamar. Can up the first week projections? Because I'm just curious. I, I think it was over five fifty. That's how much. But I could be wrong. I'm sure it's high. I still want to know. I didn't. I, think, I didn't yeah, see anyone. I talk think about it's five fifty. But it's not like Kendrick is some regular ass nigga that has to. Kendrick can breathe on a record and we move. So we don't pretend, yeah. let's not, like Kendrick's also five albums in, so Kendrick doesn't have to do anything for anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're not going to like, Kendrick's not on this moral musical high ground right now mm. when he's making, Kendrick can do whatever the fuck he decides to do. 
for him. That's why this album is for him. It's not for us. This album isn't for us. Kendrick can do whatever the fuck he wants when he wants to do it. He doesn't have to do anything to sell records. Kendrick, Kendrick did not promote this album at all. He spent, he said, yeah, it's coming out the 13th on a random tweet. Yes, that's promotion, but Kendrick don't have to do the extra shit. Kendrick and Drake and Cole do not, don't do interviews. They don't do any of that shit. They are above that. And once we accept that, it's going to be a different conversation. Like, these guys don't have to market or promote. They don't do any of that shit. You know what they do? Their promotion is, I'm going to rap the, a week ahead, and that's it. The Hard Part 5 was his promotion. It's not on the album. That was a preview. Album's out. Yeah. Tid. I think that that's to Derek's point though that we're, we give him a grace because of his brand and because of I mean because no, of we give the, him a grace because of his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also because Kendrick, he, the, he Ken- is a his music has made him a figure in society. We're like Because it's good. Yes, I'm saying. Yeah. No, not because it's, it's, it's his brand. Because it's the it's best. Both. It's his brand. It's well what is Kendrick's deserved. brand? What is Kendrick's brand? Mysterious. Yeah, mysterious. Hell yeah. I'm gonna post a pic with a phone and in the back and shit like. Yo, how, y'all niggas never. Just, y'all, niggas, it, y'all niggas never acted mysterious and y'all just got ignored anyway. Not Kendrick level. <laughs> not Kendrick level mysterious. Yeah, yeah not y'all, at all. y'all never just stood in the club and thought, "Ooh, these girls think I'm I'm lit in the back," and then they like that. no one and ever came. No. And it that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh and niggas God. ignored you anyway. It's like, that's oh, damn, wild. I'm not mysterious. I'm just a loser. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I'm saying, that's, that, that, that's part of his brand. Like, he puts yeah, up a he, candle. Yeah. Um, Yo, bro, if Jordan <laughs> Lucas was mysterious, we wouldn't give a fuck. Cut it out. A candle. Because nah, to, to speak. <laughs> a woman give her birth in their PF leg. Yeah. And, then, and everybody loves it. Like, Yo, because that Kendrick has a brand. His brand is mysterious in the, yeah, in the shadows. And no one knows anything shit. going on. Kendrick yeah. is one of the. you know, And also, yeah, there is another brand. reason why Kendrick is. Um, J. Cole so, was in that same boat. But then J. Cole got more active on social media. No, no. See, this is what it is. Um, with. Cole and Kendrick and why people give the no why people give Kendrick the up and up Kendrick people just love Kendrick because his music was that good that's bro like in the reality of life like Cole had the Jay Z co-sign um Wayne had the um I mean, I'm sorry um Drake, Drake had the Wayne co-sign um uh Punch was a big figure on the West of course but he wasn't those guys and bro Kendrick was good because he rapped really well. And he rapped better than everyone. I think we have to stop, like, we the the one thing we have to stop doing when we talk about Kendrick, Kendrick raps better than everybody, most of the time. When Kendrick feels like it, bro, no one one wants to rap with him. And that's the reality of the situation. Can they? Yes. But people don't want to. They They don't want to poke the bear. And we've seen it a couple times when Kendrick has decided, hey, I'm going to show you niggas not to play with me. And these guys leave him alone. They do. That's a fact. They leave him alone, bro. <coughs> I don't think everyone has, but... Bro, niggas... Do, bro, as... Drake can jab Kendrick... Drake dropped all, the whole song called The Language. That's uh, about Kendrick. He didn't say Kendrick's name. When Kendrick decided, to, I want to rap, he said him. Yo. Yeah. Drake, Sean, and all them niggas. Like, he says it. And he's begging for you niggas to, to like, for real. It seems like Kendrick is begging for y'all, and people don't want to play with him, and that's just the truth of it. He does like he said, and he said Drake's name again on this album, and Kanye. He's like, bro, if you niggas want to play, bro, I'm telling you, I'm more. He, he even said, I'm so competitive when it comes to this shit. I think people don't want to bother Kendrick, and that's the difference too. People don't want to play with him, and everyone knows Kendrick is a different type. of of rapper guy like that's what we have to stop forgetting bro that's why Kendrick is also like 
All right, everybody relax. I think Kendrick could just do no wrong in society's eyes. Because he's done no wrong. That's a fact. You're, he's, yo, bro, there's no bad Kendrick music, bro. Like, in, I know, there's, you know what it, there is? Even if you debate it, there's going to be a heavy time like, bro, what, what was bad about this? Like, there's no bad Kendrick music out. Was he on the Taylor Swift song? Huh? <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, all right. Dude, nah. Bad Blood Remix, I think it was called. And didn't, didn't that sell oh, yeah. $500 million? Oh, sure. That's Taylor Swift. But, but I, like, I, I don't, like, I've no, had his moments, you know what I'm saying? And just like, it just gets over. Bar- barely. He don't leave his house. Nigga don't leave the crib. What moments? You know what I mean? I think in reality, bro, there is no, I don't prefer Kendrick because it's like if you shoot five shots and you're five for five, I'm not going to give you um, the nigga that takes 25 shots a game. I'm going to prefer him, even if he's, 18 for 25, you know what I mean? But Kendrick don't have bad music out. That's the one thing. He don't have none. He really don't, bro. Kendrick don't got Kendrick has I won't say bad. Let's let's remove bad music. Kendrick don't got no bullshit out. That's one thing we can Kendrick don't got no records like, oh, this is some bullshit. He don't have none of that. Kendrick doesn't waste a bar and he doesn't waste his breath. We can't say that about our favorite artist. Plenty of our favorite artists have wasted their time, breath, our time. All right, bro, we ain't need this. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that a lot of people, a lot of, well, no, no artists have. Every other artist I know in my entire life has wasted their breath, including Jay. Kendrick don't. Anytime Kendrick, it's time for him to rap, he does it. And I think that if this is the album where he's like, this is the album where we're like, eh, it's okay. It's not a masterpiece. It's, it's all right. I will, I will openly say, though, I do prefer. The big three, all everybody came out this year, right? Or within, within the last or year. Within, a, within like a 365-day Yeah, within window. a year. I do prefer the other two albums to listen to, for sure. But that doesn't take away from how good Kendrick has always been. He will always be. And if this is it, because the way he's rapping, he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. I don't, I'm tired of this shit. I don't need this shit. I want to focus on building other artists and P.F. Lang and shit. Um... <laughs> I, I've, he's given us everything he's needed to, but let's not. We're not going to pretend like Kendrick. All Kendrick does is rap about um black shit, and that's it. Kendrick raps better than everyone. Period. Most of the time, let's not pretend like all Kendrick does is put his fist up, rap, and no. Kendrick raps when he decides to rap at a nigga. Niggas don't bother him. Control niggas don't bother him. When he did the BC cipher and he told Drake stop being a pussy and claps his hand, no, no, everyone leaves him alone. We're not going to pretend all Kendrick does is rap about Black Lives Matter and them niggas stealing money, and that's it. No. Kendrick does all of it. Kendrick does everything. He fits, he fits every box to me, except he just takes 10 years to put music out. That's why I prefer Colin Drake, because it's harder to do what they do as opposed to what he does. He had writer's block. Respectfully, I don't care. That part I didn't give a fuck about. I don't, don't want to hear none of that shit. I don't give a fuck. You had writer's block. You think these other niggas don't go through that? So I don't give a fuck. That's why I agree with you on I don't. You think they those guys don't go through that because they go to the club? Well, Drake goes to the club sometimes. You think he doesn't have tough trouble writing? You think J Cole never leaves his house? You think and J Cole got kids too? You think he don't got to go through that? Why? I agree with you there. Why do we give a fuck that Kendrick had rise back? I don't give a fuck. Everyone goes through that. It's because we like Kendrick. Yes, that is where I agree with you. But I do not give a fuck that Kendrick couldn't write for two years. That means nothing to me. Also, yes, Kendrick, you went to therapy. Great, my nigga. We're Welcome to the club, bro. 
Cool. Great. Sounds good. Wonderful. That doesn't, you know what I mean? That didn't, that's why I had to separate what was actually going on with the album as opposed to what the sound of the album was. And yeah, that, that, that's it. So. That wraps up the music. For the last three yeah. weeks or that four weeks. Wraps mm. up the last month of music. Mm. Yeah. Amazing yeah. takes. That's, that's all I got. What else we got? Um, thing just yeah, that was that was that was all we got. Um, I think yeah, I don't really got nothing else here. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, sports the Suns suck. Yeah, they got their ass whoop. No, not Suns. It's Luka Magic. Yeah, yeah the Suns got smoked. That but, was crazy. Y'all have seen Patrick Beverly's um media run? Nah, I didn't. I heard what he said though. But I think it's Pat Bev is Pat Bev. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's corny. Oh, no. That's his M.O. You don't think it is corny. It, I, yeah, that's his M.O. That shit is corny. That's his M.O. Like, yeah. It's corny. It's he's nasty. trying to get a job on SportsCenter. It's nasty. Nah, and it's nasty. Like, on top of that, you only, he's only doing that because he knows like, Chris Paul won't respond. It's wild. He's yeah. only doing that because Chris Paul won't Because it's like, Chris Paul's going to be like, why do I give a fuck? Word. I'm on Cancun yeah. right now, bro. Leave me alone. And Leah, and, like, I'm... Three times as rich as you, I'm I'm, I'm way better yeah, than you. Like endorsements. Yeah, like I'm way better than you too. Like okay, who the fuck cares? Me, like, yeah, no, like bro. why am I and, having a conversation with you? And my team is better than you. Yeah, like yeah. you got lost in the first round. So I don't. I think it's it was nasty. It was cringy too. And I and I hate when ESPN does shit like this because they brought him on the next day and it's like it doesn't have the same effect because no one gives a fuck anymore. Word. So it's like you're chasing this. Like mm-hmm. Steve and Stephen A. Man, you gotta stop. You gotta like. You got to stop because First Take is his show. So at a point, bro, like you got to stop. I know. I'm tired of skipping stuff. I, I'm tired of them. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to really say I, I could care less like if they like got hit by a car. Like, it's just so annoying. Like you're kicking it with Amber. <laughs> so tired of them, bro. <laughs> They're so toxic. You said so manslaughter. Annoying. I'm okay with that. <laughs> he deserves it. Joy's very extreme. Amber's wild. Amber and Drove. Tired of bro. That's crazy. Why can't you just get fired? Yeah. Joe is just an extreme. Second degree manslaughter. You deserve it. Fired. Not crazy, bro. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Celtics get smoked yesterday? Yeah, that shit was wild. It was he was down like five, and then yeah, I watched well, that whole game. Well, as, was as, like, it, as it's fuck? Friday, you mean um, because that mean that would be yesterday, whatever day that was Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday's yeah. game, not nah, Tuesday's was, game, Tuesday's game. Um, the Heat went crazy. Jimmy Butler went crazy that second half. I'm saying niggas with braids. Niggas with braids. I tell you, yo, fucking um, this this is just news right now. So apparently. Facebook, there was a settlement check. There's been settlement checks being sent to Chicago and no, to Illinois residents because apparently Facebook was violating and using face recognition technology two years ago. I need one of those. And checks. apparently, a lot of residents in Illinois is yeah. getting $397 each wow. because of the settlement. She Wait, was, only three hundred ninety-seven dollars. Only, yeah, because I mean the whole thing together, and they got like the oh, and so bam, so so up. that means that you got my face and all my information. <laughs> you give me four hundred dollars to let me just let hush. you ha- just yeah. let you have my that's life. Fucked up. Yeah. Hush money, yeah. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it just popped up, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, speaking of, have you guys seen Our Father on Netflix? Yo, I haven't. Yet. You saw it, son. That is fucking what? insane. Yo, I know it's about, that, that's some it. Amber Heard shit in the bed craziness <laughs> right there, bro. That 
everyone who's listening, please watch Our Father. Please watch Our Father. What the fuck, bro? So, like, like yeah. the the term "niggas ain't shit" is crazy. That just like it's on another plateau. The white niggas, man ain't shit. W- wiggas ain't shit type. Like, <laughs> shit, like, oh like. I don't know. <laughs> okay, bleep that out. I don't know how, but just like I don't know. <laughs> that's because it's some along. Yeah, that's going to have some type of <laughs> algorithm like malfunction. Something's out malfunctioning off of that. Yo, that doctor <laughs> is wild, bro. <laughs> I mean, listen. From the preview, you'll know what it is. So, but we pretty much it's um. There's a doctor in a small town. In Indiana? He's the only... For, yeah, Indiana. Yeah. He's the only fertility doctor. So every woman in the town goes to him that is having fertility issues. So... Um, this is in the 70s, too, just to give a... I'm yeah, not, this, not to spoil this, and everything, but... This happened in... Well, he was doing this in the 70s. So yeah. most of the kids are now in their 30s to 40s. Um, well, it went 70s to the 80s, 30s to 40s. And um, so pretty much, instead of using sperm donor sperm, he would just use his own sperm to inseminate the women. Yes. And um, so he would, the woman would be sitting in the, the room. He would uh, go to the other room. Go to his office and... Masturbate in back. a cup and then just inseminate these women. And he has done this to over 94 women and counting. What? 94, bro. Yeah, I remember we described like what the, what it was to be about. I'm gonna watch. Is it what a series? It's a, no, 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 it's, it's just a, it's a one it's hour something. one hour special. Yeah. It's only one hour. One hour special. And it is nuts, and it's just fucking it's crazy. Wild. And all the siblings, me, and it's nuts because wow. and they and the worst part about it is he has like horrible health. So like yes. everyone has an autoimmune disease. And like, if you're a sperm donor, you can't have any health issues to donate. He said, "Fuck that." All his chronic illnesses have been passed on to all his kids and the grandkids. Like, it sucks. And there's some people that have may have been kissing their brothers. It's nuts in there. It's just it's, you gotta watch it. For, it's just wild, bro. It's just yeah. straight up just wild. So go watch Our Father. Um, I did not spoil it. How it ends or what actually happens. That's just the crux of it. So go ahead, go watch it. That is it for me. Um, does anybody have anything else before we get the fuck out of here? No, pretty good, honestly. Um, this week my closing words are: keep going, um, enjoy the life you have as we have it right now because anything can happen. Um, please just take time to appreciate life. Um, and that's that. Those are my closing words, gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> closing remarks are just do your research. Um, I was a little distracted. I'm on Elon Musk's Twitter right now, and he we posted an article <coughs> saying that that Exxon was voted the top ten most um. No, environmentally friendly companies. Like they, there's a, it's called a, uh, and I know it's technical shit, but it's called a ESG score. And the fact that Exxon, which is a gas company, has been put in the top 10 most environmentally friendly companies is insane. Like just do your research. Please don't take things at surface value. We're at a point where a, a tweet, I'm, I'm just in my, 
e-commerce bag, but a tweet about Costco raising the price of their hot dog caused the price of the stock to drop 20% in one day. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was a meme. It wasn't even a true y'all stat. Getting, y'all getting crazy with the glizzies? Like, it said, it, it was a meme account that tweeted out that Costco is raising the price of their hot dogs the from a dollar to two dollars, and it dropped the price of the stock 20% in one day. So, like... I know the white people were like, glizzies? Nah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Just please do your Not research. Don't read headlines and turn it into stories. Everything being put out there is may not be fully factual. So just do your research, please. And we love you. We got a lot of cool shit on the way. You feel me? And don't eat glizzies. I don't care what season it is. Glizzies are never acceptable. <laughs> My closing remarks are just take your allergy medicine. If it's hitting you like a ton of bricks because it's tough out here right now with this pollen. True. Do yourself a service and worry about yourself. Um, Stop pocket watching. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. That's what you were talking about. No, I mean, yeah, don't pocket watch too, but just like f- focus on yourself. Try not to fix everyone or everything. Like just do you and everything will work out. Yeah. That's on, it. On that note, we are out of here. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Keep liking, subscribing. All the good stuff you guys do. IMG plays on Twitter, Imaginary plays on YC, on Instagram. Um, YouTube every Monday, Imaginary Plays Podcast on YouTube. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Be out of here. Wow.